Culture Popped with Hunter Bishop. Arongo Productions Production. Hello and welcome to Culture Popped with Hunter Bishop. Uh, unfortunately, Hunter could not be here this week. Um, he was he was all set up and, and ready to record. Um, you know, it's a big episode. Lots of stuff happened yesterday. Big, uh, big Disney, big Disney announcements and the Game Awards. And, you know, Hunter takes notes. He took all these notes to give you a nice recap of all of yesterday's events. And then he got he got his setup ready. He opened his notes. He looked at them, did a quick run through before he was about to start. And then, unfortunately, um, after reading them, he had a, a PTSD episode and had to have an emergency therapy session with his psychiatrist because um, he was reminded of the Vin Diesel Arc 2 trailer. So um, we hope for his mental health to have a speedy recovery. And um, we will be your guest hosts. I am Matt, along with Jonah. Say hello, Jonah. Hola, por favor. Okay, that means hello, por favor, in Spanish. Bon, bonjour, mi amigo. That means hello, mi amigo, in French. <laughs> yes. I'm ready. Okay. Hope I hope everyone's got their uh, their seatbelts on. Yeah, because, um, um, yeah, Hunter, Hunter gave us his notes, and uh, this is going to be a, a doozy of an episode. Yeah, get your lube ready. Yeah, lots of stuff, lots of stuff to go over. Um, so uh, we got everything here, all the news of the week. It was a very busy news week, but Hunter's got us covered with all of his notes. Um, of course, these will be our opinions because he didn't write down his opinions, just wrote down the facts. A lot of times, uh, though, Hunter is very in line with what with our chakras, you know? Yeah, yeah. Not always, though. But that's Not okay. Always. We're we're allowed to disagree and still be friends. Shocking, exactly. I know. That's unheard of in this day and age. But um, first off, since um, this is our podcast this week, I would like to start things off um, by honoring the gamer tag of the week. Is that so? Yes, that's so. Before we even get to hot takes, we're going to honor Gamertag of the Week, who I encountered this week in Destiny 2. Congratulations goes to Slap the Bass Mon. And you found that in the greatest place to find Gamertags, the tower in Destiny 2. No, I found him on Europa. Oh, and Destiny 2 is a, is a treasure trove of Gamertag. It really is. It really is. Like, I find a lot of great Gamertags in other online games but there's just so many people you see in destiny 2 so like just the sheer volume you're bound to get yeah. a couple of great ones but yeah so I'm, slap uh, the baseman congratulations excellent gamer tag i don't know if that's a do you just like slapping the base because you're a bass player or if you're a paul rudd fan or both but excellent either way yeah and thank you for your service guardian yeah so with that out of the way now it's time to get on with uh the news of the week and we give you the news in our segment hot takes with extra syrup so let's just turn on the new hot takes intro song hot takes with extra maple syrup thank you yeah now wasn't that lovely 
Um, and... I, I think it was lovely. It, yeah. Spontaneous, and uh, I'm glad that uh, Hunter liked it as much as we did because... Uh... Yeah, Hunter took that clip of you, and then he, he, he orchestrated some music behind it. He actually wrote that musical accompaniment and played every instrument on it. He's a very talented man. He is. Yeah, true renaissance man. But anyway, so this is Hot Takes with Extra Syrup, where we give you our hot takes on the latest news of the week, and we give it to you with extra maple syrup. But you already knew that because it's in the song. Exactly. There's a lot of news. A lot of news. Yeah, a lot of news. Um, So this is how this is going to work. There's some news, and then there's Disney. Yeah. Okay? Um... And then we'll get on to the – that'll be, you know, a lot of Disney stuff. So af- And then after that, we'll get on to, you know, the main thing in the episode, which is the Game Awards recap. But uh, still a lot of Disney news. A lot. Yeah. A lot. But uh, let's get on with some news news. Uh, first piece of news this week was um, obviously uh, Destiny 2 had its uh, next-gen upgrade this past Tuesday yeah. on the 8th. And uh, uh, this was a bit of a problem for people on PS5 because uh, the way to get this upgrade was a convoluted mess on the PlayStation 5 thanks to its um, not very good UI. I am not, was not aware of this. What? Yeah, yeah. Now, me and you play Destiny on Xbox. And so I know for us, we literally click on Destiny 2 and it just, like it said, there's a free upgrade and it upgraded us to the next-gen version. Yeah, 70 gigs an hour and a half later. <laughs> uh, it's, it's okay, I'll take it, though. Yeah. Um, for me, I didn't even have to do that because mine just updated automatically while my Xbox was off. So when I turned it on later that day, it was already upgraded, right? But I, on, on, yeah. on PS5, right? And so this is the true difference between free next-gen upgrade and Xbox smart delivery because on PS5, it was not smartly delivered. What What you had to do... Yeah. What you had to do was to download it on PS5. People had to go um, to the PlayStation Store and search for Destiny. Or alternatively, they could find Destiny in their game library and then click uh, the options button to then take them to the store, like the store page. And then from there, they then had to download the PS5 version. Why is that hard for people? Um, because people weren't sure what version they were getting. Oh. Because another because another problem with the PlayStation Five UI is that it does not do a good job of telling you which version of a cross-gen game you're playing. So, for example, when Call of Duty came out, a lot of people were playing the PS4 version on their PS5 because it didn't tell them. Real okay. Yeah. So it's the same thing here. People weren't sure. They didn't know what to do. It didn't do it automatically. Like there was like they they had to manually go into the store. And act as if they're just downloading the game. And they have to make sure they chose the PS5 version. As opposed to just clicking update. <laughs> no, I'm no um, I'm not trying to be an Xbox elitist, because I'm not. I respect both consoles all all the consoles. Um but Xbox just has the X and S X like on the when yeah. you, in your my games and apps. And that's how you know this game is optimized for the X and S exactly. series. And if a game has an upgrade, it it literally just, when you go to play it, it doesn't let you play it. It says there's an upgrade. Go download yeah. it. And then it downloads it. Unless it, if it doesn't do it automatically. 
while your console's asleep. Look, I love my PlayStation 5, but I do not like the UI. I think you said that prior to being released, that the UI is just fucking trash on it. I didn't say it was trash before it was released. Well, the whole party because... system. Shows. Oh, yeah, the, par- the party system is, is dreadful. Um, but the actual UI of the console, it looks nice, and then you start to use it, and it's just not very good. Um, but anyway, next piece of news. The uh, Prince of Persia Sands of Time remake has been delayed from January to March 18th. The official reason given was because of COVID, but we all know it's because they have to improve those terrible graphics. <laughs> That's all you have to say about that. Yeah. Now, look, I'm not a graphics snob, but that game looked like a PS3 game when it was revealed, and everybody complained about it, and that's why they, that's why they delayed it. They're not, they're just not saying that. Yeah, yeah. Um, in other news, uh, 343 Industries has officially given Halo Infinite a release window of fall 2021. So, so not 2020, but late 20. Basically, basically a year later. Let's say it was going to come out November 12th, 2020. Now it's going to come out like November 12th, 2021. Okay. Good uh good stuff. Yeah. They better be it, they better not have any any haters when the game comes out. There better not be a single problem with it as when the game comes out. Oh, they're going to have haters. There there should not be any controversy with the amount of bugginess that the game will come out with. Oh yeah. Maybe it's maybe yeah. it's like a Cyberpunk and like that shit is not good enough for the. I mean, too big for the um, pre prior a seven year old system. Hardware. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see how it runs on the Xbox One, but I don't know. I assume the Series X version will be great. Um, here's some good news. Um, uh, Nick Cage is going to star in a docu-series on Netflix exploring the history of swear words. The show, titled History of Swear Words, premieres on January 5th. Um, this is just fanta- <laughs> this is just fantastic. This just sounds like... Um, I feel like... I don't know. I'm speechless. I, I, 2020, uh, 2021 is already a great year. We're starting off with Nick Cage giving us a history lesson of swear words. I mean, I don't think anybody asked for it, but is it welcome? Sure. (laughs) People so very rarely ask for the things that we truly, truly need. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we just have to see what the final product is because it sounds interesting. Well, they released a trailer where he's sitting in a nice uh, cushiony uh, chair in a smoking jacket. He's got a nice trimmed beard, and he's reading out of a book about swear words. <laughs> of course he is. Yeah. Anyway, um, here's some not-so-good news. A Republican senator uh, wants to pass a bill that will make streaming copyrighted content into a felony. So, streamers, it's time to move to Canada. I don't... Is it? Does this senator also work for like some sort of big game, game like Activision or some shit? Uh, no, but apparently um, this past election season he was um, it was a very tight race, and then he won after a bunch of money came in to his campaign, and apparently all that money was donated by by um, entertainment companies like Universal and Sony and you know the film and music companies. So, I mean. 
the whole DMCA shit on Twitch is despicable, and people are much, much safer with it. But now Cyberpunk did it for like is I think the first game to do this where they have content creator settings on so that all the yes. DMCA possible music has been replaced is... with original music. Yeah. But apparently they fucked that up too because apparently one of those songs will still cause a DMCA by accident. So oh, so the, until they fix that they told streamers just mute it all, right? But now if this bill passes in America, if you're a streamer in America and get DMCA'd, now you can go to prison as a felon. It's uh, I mean it's just sorry Americans I know that we have some Americans that listen but your country is fucked I know this is this is what happens when um, the people in charge of the internet are 70 year olds who don't understand it like most most musicians maybe I'm wrong okay but maybe most musicians I I would guarantee don't give a shit if their music is played as free publicity most of the time yeah nobody's downloading songs off of twitch it's the it's the publisher like or the the producers the record producers that are the sticklers that are like you can't play that without my fucking permission no it is a couple months ago uh the guitar player for um dragon force who you may know as the band behind through the fire and flames the famous yeah he got dmca'd for playing his own music how is that a thing? And how could they even... Because how could the producers be so stupid? It's, it's because he doesn't own the music. It's like, okay, look. In the 90s, I think. Might have been the 80s. But in the 90s, um, the singer of Clarence Clearwater Revival was sued by the record label of Clar- uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival... Because one of his solo songs, they said, um, plagiarized one of CCR's songs. So he was sued for plagiarizing himself. And he went to court and had to prove that he didn't plagiarize himself. That's how these, that's how these companies operate. I mean, it's just such a scummy business. Yeah. And that's why every single time you see one of those represented in a movie or some shit, they look like Paul Giamatti grease balls. I love Paul Giamatti. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Or Rob Lowe in Wayne's World. Yeah, exactly. Um, But anyway, on to some uh, good news. Some more good news. Netflix is making an animated Sonic the Hedgehog show. Oh, really? Will it actually have Sonic the Hedgehog voiced by Sonic the Hedgehog? The guy that plays every other Sonic the Hedgehog voice? I don't know. That's a thing I really should have looked up. Yeah, because Hunter okay. didn't put it in his notes, but if if the audience is interested, they can they can boopity boop it themselves. If you want to hear him, just play Apex Legends. He plays the voice of Mirage. I'm sure, he does a lot of voices. Anyway, um, in other news, which we alluded to, Cyberpunk is a mess on PS4 and Xbox One. It's slight. <laughs> it's slightly better on PS5 and 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 the Series X. Um, when obviously it's still in backwards compatibility mode because. There's no dedicated next-gen versions, but so it's better. But it's better than the base PS4 and Xbox One, or the PS4 Pro and the One X. But it's still not great. Um, just like we said it would be, like three weeks ago when we said this that this game would not be good on consoles until the next-gen yeah. version comes out. So if you didn't listen to us, I hate to say I told you so, 
But we told you so. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know what, what else to say because... Yeah, I mean, I feel sorry for the people who, who got the console version, especially because they didn't give any console versions to reviewers before the game came out, so nobody knew what the console version was before release date. So, I mean, I feel bad for people who bought for, who bought it and are disappointed with the PS3 game they received, but, I mean, you know, you, you'll get the free upgrade when the good version comes out. Or I you, mean, that, those, if those graphics make GTA 4 look... Yeah. Like impressive graphics. Like if, if you're enjoying it anyway, more power to you, but we did tell you so. Also, I saw a picture today of a side-by-side of the PC version and the and the and and it running on a Series X and yeah, it 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 still looks like a PS3 game. It's ridiculous. Well, can I, can I just, this game was delayed. Like they should have just canceled this version. Can I just say um most of the uh, like I get that you have to review it like reviewers have to review this shit as they as that's in the nature of their business yeah but you you're gonna lower a game because the game is full of bugs you're gonna lower the score of a game because it's buggy as shit not because the gameplay is bad or the characters are bad or the story's bad but because it's buggy i'm gonna give it a seven out of ten where it's like okay let's wait for the Series X and PS5 versions to come out, and there's not as many bugs, is that st- game still going to be a seven out of ten? Who knows? We just got it. I mean, I'm I'm patient. It, it's this is the thing though, right? Because they were this is the version they were given to review. This is the version that's releasing, so that's what they have to review. I mean, it's not like everybody's still playing the shit. I mean, it's got it had over a million viewers on twitch it's got hundreds it's it's been at top of the twitch all week um on youtube it's got tons of views every everybody and their mother is doing a playthrough of this and um it's unfortunate because you want to see top-notch playthrough and you're not going to get that with this version and then those people aren't going to go back and be like oh when the series x and ps5 version comes out well i mean go back and play it I, i mean if you're streaming it they're probably streaming the pc version you're probably right because I I looked at some of them and they they I was like I see I'm, I've been seeing these videos and pictures online and it looks like GTA three <laughs> and uh, yeah the the streamers are probably the streamers are definitely streaming the PC version oh yeah because they didn't it didn't look that bad yeah no the PC version looks good like aside from the bugs it looks good um, but yeah the next the current console version that's out is horrendous because it's a next-gen game on a seven-year-old console yeah like it doesn't matter huh. this game was never going to be good on the consoles just just have patience like matt yeah uh anyway in uh, some slightly bad news uh, scott pilgrim versus the world complete edition has been delayed out of its holiday release window till january 14th I mean, at least it's not a big delay, but like, no, but it is unfortunate at this, because at this point, you just expect delays for everything. Yeah, yeah, it's not a big delay, but still unfortunate because I was looking forward to uh, playing this this holiday. But you know what? Busy times anyway, so don't be surprised when if something's delayed in the new year. Just because, just well, take it with a grain of salt. Because well, I hope shit, this, I hope this isn't delayed again. I hope, like, you know, Outsiders is delayed or some shit. Like, you Out, know, outri- Outriders. Outriders. Outsiders outriders. So is, a, is a book, which was later turned into a movie starring yeah, yeah. Rob Lowe. 
we were uh, we were talking about it just before we started recording. That's why it was in my head. You yes, see? outsiders. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah. I hope this isn't delayed further because I want to play this. Got a... With you, hopefully, in co-op. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully. Hopefully, you get it. Hopefully, I will. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. So before we get on to um, the big Disney stuff. Let's end uh, this part, this half of hot takes with a bang. Um, so a couple weeks ago, we reported on a rumor that Alfred Molina was cited on the set of Spider-Man Three, filming scenes as Doc Ock. And this week, this has been basically confirmed by every major entertainment outlet. So once again. We are ahead of the curve, and once again, we predicted something correctly. That's why you listen to us, and uh, yeah. that's why you should continue to listen to us, because yeah, that's, we bring you that's why Hunter real keep, shit. That's why Hunter keeps us on taps for guest hosting, because we are very correct in most of our shit, and this is terrific. Alpha Mergulina, best, uh, best Spider-Man uh, movie villain of all time, one of the best comic book movie villains of all time. Very glad to see him back. Um... I'm a little trepidatious just because he had a complete arc in Spider-Man 2 and then he died. Um, so I don't know how they're going to bring him back, but for now I trust them. Let's uh why don't we uh throw that predict the prediction machine out again or more like rumor mill. Pull that shit out again. Uh because he might have had a full story arc, right? But this is uh it's becoming more and more apparent that we're probably going to get a Spider-Verse type movie in the... Oh yeah, this is definitely a Spider-Verse movie. And uh, So you think this is a different version of Doc Ock? Yeah. That's just, just but, played by the same guy. Exactly. Just like... Yeah, but if they get... But, to, if Toby's in the movie too, like Toby with his Doc Ock, it has to be the same version, unless it's a different version of Toby. I mean... I don't know. It, it could. It's confusing, but I, I believe in them. I, I think that... Uh, I have faith. I have faith. Anyway, in other... Sp- I think... I think that it's just it's a matter of days and or weeks whether until they announce that like I think Toby and by the end of the year Andrew Garfield by the end by the end of the year they're gonna just full on tell us what this movie is and who's in it and we're, yeah. we're all gonna lose our minds. Although part of me does wish that we didn't live in this age of these leaks where could you imagine just going to see what you think is Spider Man three and then it ends up being a live action Spider Verse and you had no idea. I it just. I mean, it's been so long, it doesn't... I couldn't fathom. But could you imagine if we lived in an era where there weren't these leaks, and you go to see Spider-Man 3, and you think, oh, we're going to see Spider-Man 3, we're going to see, you know, Peter try to um, convince people he's not Spider-Man after the end of Far From Home, and then all of a sudden, fucking Tobey Maguire pops up out of a fucking Doctor Strange portal, and you're like, holy fucking shit. <laughs> but but, yeah, but n- like, now nobody's going to do that, because we, we all know. No, I know. But we live in a world where everything is spoiled and yeah there's times where i say oh, i wish i could have like reacted to that you know yeah and i you know, there's not a not there's not a lot of situations where you actually go into something whether it's a game or a movie or a tv show well maybe tv shows different because i very rarely see spoilers for tv shows but definitely like a video game or a movie where it's like Oh, I wish the trailer for that movie cause didn't tell me everything that happened. Or, oh, I wish people didn't fucking data mine the shit out of this game 
and now I know about it because I am on the Reddit forums and shit like that. And it's like, I can't avoid but seeing that shit because I'm on the internet all the yeah, time. It is a shame. It is a shame. I'm still super excited and I'm going to yeah. lose my mind in the theater. But I feel like, it. you know, we all would have lost our minds that much more if, you know, this stuff didn't get out. But anyway, in other Spider-Man 3 gossip, um, it's now also rumored that Charlie Cox will be reprising his role of Daredevil in the film. Yay. Oh, really? Yes. So... This is fantastic. Daredevil. Did, like, did, the show Daredevil. Yeah. Did you ever watch the show on Netflix? No, I, I, I didn't. I never got into it. That's a shame. That was a fantastic show. I heard. I heard. It was... Sh- oh, yeah. It was amazing. Um, and uh, definitely definitely one of the best um, Marvel anything, really. Those were... Uh, that was like the first good Marvel show after a bunch of shitty Marvel shows. Yeah, yeah. Daredevil and Jessica Jones were the good ones. Luke Cage was good, too. Like the first season. Mm. Second season was alright. Well, both seasons were good. But it wasn't as good as um, Daredevil and Jessica Jones. But Daredevil was amazing. Um, and he, Charlie Cox was a great Daredevil. And um, if he is, if this is true, we should all be very happy that um, he is still Daredevil after that show was cancelled and Daredevil was brought back to Marvel Studios. Um well, we, we should, all knew. Yeah, we should all be grateful that uh, they didn't recast. Yeah, because we all knew towards the end of the Marvel TV show that kind of group of TV shows like yeah, um, yeah, we all the knew. Iron Fist and shit. Yeah. They knew that they were going to cancel them because Disney was coming out with Disney Plus. Yep, and they were going to want to bring it over to them. Yeah, and I'm glad that to see that they're not fucking around with that shit and that they're, they're going to keep it good like it was when it was on netflix yeah now let's just hope they also uh, bring back uh, vincent d'onofrio as kingpin <laughs> he played it as uh in in the um who who did he play it he, where did he play kingpin in in the show does he look like kingpin or they just have to create a bodysuit for him? <laughs> google vincent d'onofrio kingpin Okay. Boopity boop it right now. We'll all wait. Vincent. De... He was uh, one of the best, um, best MCU villains ever. Top. I mean, top ten. Oh, he he played Kingpin in in Daredevil. Yeah. What did you think he played Kingpin? I in? thought you're talking about like some sort of animated show. No, he played Kingpin in Daredevil. Oh, I was going to be like, because Kingpin, the only Kingpin I remember in recent time wasn't from like this actual Spider-Verse animated movie. No, he played Kingpin in the Daredevil movie, because Kingpin in the comics is also a Daredevil villain. Oh, I thought he was like some sort of like, like he's, Spider-Man. He's, he's a Spider-Man villain too, but he's mainly a Daredevil villain. He's like Daredevil's arch nemesis. Okay. Right? But he's also a Spider-Man villain because Spider-Man and Daredevil are kind of like buddies in the comics. They, okay. they have a relationship, but anyway. I see, I see. Anyway, so I hope they bring him back too. Not in this movie because this movie's... Already chock full. Yeah, already chock full. Uh, hopefully they also bring back John Bernthal as the Punisher. I like John Bernthal. He's... Yeah, yeah, he's great. Um, but in terms of this movie, I'm, if, I hope this is true. I hope Charlie Cox is still Daredevil. I do hope, though, that if he is in this movie, he doesn't suit up as Daredevil. Because this movie's stacked. All he really needs to do is show up as Matt Murdock 
lawyer. He can be Peter's lawyer when Peter's trying to be like, oh no, I'm not Spider-Man. I didn't kill all those people. And hopefully, um, hopefully Mysterio is not dead. Because Jake Gyllenhaal needs to be more in more Marvel movies. Because he's Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> okay, well... Hey, don't laugh at me. That's valid. It is valid, but, you know. Okay. He looked pretty dead. Yeah. Anyway. Other characters look pretty dead in other shows and movies. And they've come back. But we saw the body. Usually the rule is if you see a body, that means they're dead. Did we see the body? Pretty sure we saw him die. Okay, we'll see. Anyway, um, okay, this okay. So yesterday, in addition to the Game Awards, which we'll get to later, is the main event. Yesterday was Disney Investor Day, in which they uh, announced... Uh, Rich people got richer when they invest they already have invested in disney and their stocks were uh, like skyrocketed yeah well their stocks skyrocketed because of all the shit they announced i know dude. my god insane. okay for, thought... like okay all the shit they announced man these this company's gonna get richer and this fucking streaming service is like the best streaming service um so Can let's I... let's just dive in or do you want to yeah. say something first i was gonna say when i um because I thought the game, you're like, you told me to watch the Game Awards, and I was busy watching other shit. Um, and you're like, oh, the Game Awards aren't even like for the Game Awards; it's for game announcements. Well, it's for and both. Then I went to, for both, yeah. I know. Although it, it 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 was it seemed more for game announcements, but I'll I'll get into that later. Um. So I was like, oh, and then I then I went onto IMDb, and I was like. Why there there all these Marvel fucking shit? Why is this all, all this Marvel shit on here? Yeah, well, you're and about to like, find out. Did, no, no, I was like, did the Game Awards have like a bunch of Marvel shit that they they announced too, or they like they showcased? And I was like, jeez, Game Awards big time. Maybe I should have watched. But then Matt let me know there's a Disney sh- yeah. thing that went on yesterday. Yeah, and this Disney thing was like all day, and a lot of these Disney announcements were happening at the same time as the Game Awards, but. Um, Anyway, let's get into this. So before I talk about any of the actual stuff they announced, the the, the big thing um, is that they reveal they announced this thing called Star, which is basically it's the international version of Hulu because Hulu is only in America, so in like Europe and Canada and New Zealand, um, in Di- inside Disney Plus. You know how when you go into Disney Plus, you got like Marvel, Star Wars, National Geographic. Pixar. Yeah. Well, now there's going to be another one. It's going to be Star, and this is where all of um, all of their like adult stuff is going to go. That like in the states you'd get on Hulu, but we don't have Hulu anywhere else in the world. So it'll be in Star. And, so like boobies. Well, this will be the stuff that that is made by you know like like 20th Century Fox, you know Fox Searchlight, you know Touchstone Pictures, that kind of stuff, right? FX. So um, like Dare, uh, Deadpool and shit like that. Presumably, if they do make an R-rated Deadpool, it would go into that section once it's on the okay. on the service, right? Or, or yeah, right. Like if a if a if one of the production companies that Disney owns makes like a R-rated movie, that's where it's going to go, right? Like if they put Alien on Disney Plus, it's going there. 
Okay. Right. Um, so this is just going to be added in. There's no extra charge. It's just going to be right in there. Um, it'll also have um, localized content for the different countries it's in. So I guess that means, I don't know, if you live in Canada, you're going to get like Canadian shows that Disney owns? I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's not going to have things from Hulu that aren't owned by Disney. So if there's something that streams on Hulu that's like not made by a Disney-owned thing, it's, it's not going It's it's not going to show up there. Confusing, but... Yeah, because there's things on Hulu, right? Like Disney owns Hulu, but Hulu's a streaming service that has other stuff. Right? Yeah. But like, so the stuff that's on Hulu, just because they have the streaming rights to it, won't be on this. The stuff that's on Hulu because it's made by, like, a Disney thing or Hulu itself, which Disney owns, will most likely be on this, right? So, like, Disney owns FX. So if there's a show on FX that's on Hulu, that will now be in this. Okay. Right? Disney does not own, let's say, South Park. South Park's not on Hulu anymore, but it used to be. So I'm using this as an example. So if South Park was still on Hulu, it would not show up on Star. Because Disney does not own South Park, it was just on Hulu. That be something. Yeah, South Park on Disney Plus. That would be. Yeah, that will be the day. Right, but South Park is made by Comedy Central, which is not owned by Disney. So even if it was on Hulu, it wouldn't show up here. Anyway, it's it's launching February twenty third. Anyway, let's get into the big boys. Uh, Hunter, lovely mayonnaise, has categorized all of these. Yes. So first up, Star Wars stuff. You ready for this? Um, no, but let's let's go ahead and. Okay. So, um, what do we got here? We got a Rogue One prequel series called Star Wars Andor, focusing on the character of Cassian Andor, played by Diego Luna. I feel like I saw like I saw something like this. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. They uh, this was announced previously, but they showed uh, they they gave a little. Um, behind-the-scenes video, I guess, of like uh, of the show, and Diego Luna was talking. Okay. Um, Star Wars Obi-Wan, they gave some more information. Uh, it, mm. it takes place ten years after Revenge of the Sith. So what you're telling me is that we're in the same timeline as the Mandalorian, motherfucker? Um, potentially, yes. Ooh, that makes my giblets act up. I don't know. How many years after Revenge of the Sith? No. No, no, no. Because Mandalorian takes place after the fall of the Empire. This takes place before Episode 4. So no, it does not take place in the same timeline. So, okay. Yeah, Yeah, this takes place before A New Hope. Mandalorian takes place after Return of the Jedi. Because in Mandalorian, the Empire has has lost. Although, obviously, they're still around. Okay. Okay. And uh, Hayden Christensen is returning as uh, Darth Vader. Is he? Yes. He played Anakin, as we all know, in Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. And now he, he's back as Darth Vader. I guess I get I guess pretty boy ain't gonna look so pretty with his face burnt to shit. Yeah, you uh, and McGregor said uh, that he's uh, he's glad to be back working with uh, working with them for their rematch. 
<laughs> says says they're gonna have, to have says they're gonna have one more go, which I'm fine for. A lot of people like really did not like Hayden Christensen. I thought he was fine as Anakin. I think that Anakin was. I don't think Anakin's supposed to be likable. No, uh, he's not. He's a moody, angsty teen. And people wanted because people liked Luke Skywalker. They said, "Oh, what's I want to like." their father and when he wasn't likable they're like ah yeah. uh, uh, terrible casting choice he's he's a pretty look, boy fuckhead look in Attack of the Clones there's only so much you can do in Attack of the Clones with a script that boring and <laughs> in Revenge of the Sith he's great right like in Revenge of the Sith he's a, he's excellent as a as, as basically a, as a angsty emo teen who is manipulated into joining a cult you know I I have a I, I are they going to get James Earl Jones to voice Darth Vader? I don't know. That'd be great. Wouldn't that be something? Yeah, I imagine if they they brought by Hayden Christensen, we're gonna we're, I assume we're gonna see him without his helmet a couple times because you don't really need him otherwise, right? That's correct. Right, you can get any you can get anybody. Does that mean uh, we're gonna get the palp? Who knows? Oh, there's there's so much. Uh, very exciting times to be a to be a Star Wars fan. I think that yes. more so than the the sequels, this is the this is the time where people are like people should fans of Star Wars should be excited because this is the time that is really like wow, there's some good shit coming ahead. Yeah, for sure. Okay, next up is a show called The Acolyte. This is a female driven series set in the High Republic era, so thousands of years before even the prequels. Okay. So that's exciting. I don't know who. I've never heard of it, but I mean, well, it's, sure it'll be great. No one has. It's just been announced. Yeah, just just heard of it right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lando is getting his own series. Is this Lando? As in, like, uh, is Donald Glover gonna play Lando? They did not say whether it be Donald Glover or Billy D. Williams, or both. I mean, Don Glover is most one of the most talented men on on planet. Yeah, but Billy D. Williams is Billy D. Williams. Exactly, but I think that uh, either way, I, I I think it would be good. Yeah, either or, uh, we're getting two Mandalorian spinoffs. Yeah, I heard. I, I mean, yes. I don't want to cash in too hard on that Mandalorian cash. You know what I'm saying? Uh, two Mandalorian spinoffs. The first one, Star Wars: Rangers of the New Republic. Um, who knows? We don't know who's in that or who it's about, but I'm assuming it's about some rangers from the New Republic. Yeah. Maybe they'll have that Kim's convenience. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe they they're like, wow, this guy was so good on Kim's convenience. Yeah, let's it's bring the him Asian back. guy who who is who is the uh, one of the pilots of the X wings for the Republic. Yeah, in episode two of the current season. That was the yeah. worst episode, but whatever. Um, and he, he plays he plays uh, some communist store owner in some shitty comedy can, Canadian yeah. comedy. Um, anyway, and we're also getting Star Wars Ahsoka, starring Rosario Dawson. Um, that's probably. I mean, people are weren't people like pissed off at her casting? Were they? I don't know. I thought I saw some controversy about her casting. All, but I mean, all I know is that um, people... There's controversy about everything. People loved um, 
her episode of The Mandalorian, finally seeing yeah. Ahsoka in live action, and she looked perfect and played it perfect. So if we're getting a live action Ahsoka series, of course it's gonna still be her. Very excited. You gotta you gotta watch the Clone Wars, man. I know. Cause like you haven't even seen anything yet of her. No, I know. I I'm sure if I watched the Clone Wars, I would have fucking nerded the shit out during that episode. Yeah, but, but, but I mean, even then, like the bu- spoiler, Boba Fett was. I think they made him look even more badass. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that yeah, Ahsoka is going to be pretty good, and you you could see this coming. Um. Oh, and then we got a uh, anime anthology series called Star Wars Visions. Okay. So that sounds interesting. Um, we got the Bad Batch animated series, which is a spinoff of the last season of the Clone Wars. So another reason you gotta go watch the Clone Wars. <laughs> and um, we know what the next Star Wars film is going to be. Are you ready to hear what the next Star Wars feature film is going to be? I feel like I, I, I saw this, but I'm not sure. Okay, Wonder Woman director Patty Jenkins is directing the next Star Wars film. It is titled Star Wars Rogue Squadron. It will be about a new generation of heroic pilots. Okay. Okay. This sounds exciting. Um, I don't know. There was no word on whether this has any connection to the video game series of the same name. Um, that would be cool if it did because those games... Rogue Squ- is that is it actually called Rogue Squadron? I thought it was just Star Wars Squadrons. No, that's the newest. That's the new one by EA. Back in the day, there was Star Wars Rogue Squadron on the N64, and then Rogue Squadron 2 and 3 on like the GameCube, which are beloved, okay. beloved um, Star Wars games. I mean, yeah, it's, it's interesting. I don't know. We, I, I, it's, I feel like the whole main uh, Star Wars shit has just been done before. Um with like all the Jedi Sith shit so well this doesn't seem best... this doesn't seem like there will be any Jedi no I know that's what I'm saying uh, that's what I'm getting to ah. um, is that the the best stuff has come when they're it's it's gotten away from that and I, I wouldn't necessarily say the best stuff has gotten away from Jedi and stuff I would say the best stuff has gotten away from Skywalkers the best stuff recently has gotten away from like yeah the Skywalker stuff um not that the Skywalker stuff is bad necessarily but when it's not handled well it's horrendous as we saw with the sequel trilogy but then again that's what happens when you try to make a trilogy with absolutely zero plan (laughs) like not even have not they didn't even have the writers and directors of the separate movies talk to each other about what they were doing yeah unfortunate like but, zero communication. What kind of what kind of stupid plan is that? Like, oh, we're gonna make a trilogy, which means we have three movies, which is one continuous story, but we're gonna have it made by three different people, written by three different people, and we're not gonna have any of them talk to each other, and we're not gonna have any overarching story plans. We're just gonna have <laughs> literally you make your movie, then you make your movie, and you make your movie, and hopefully they make a cohesive whole. Spoiler alert: they didn't. You know, list. It's. You know it's it true. It is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. Anyway, um, 
that's in the past because Star Wars is great again, thanks to the man. Thank, thanks to John Favreau and Dave Filoni. Thank you. Star Wars is great again. <laughs> now don't fuck it up. Yeah. Also, Taika Waititi is also making a Star Wars movie. Is that okay? Set in the uh, future, future. Set in like the future of the Star Wars universe. Just think about that. That was that announced or? Uh... I I I'm not sure if that was announced at the investor thing, but I did hear of it. Okay. That is something I can get behind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Um, okay. MCU. You ready for some MCU stuff? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Let's let's get on this. Okay. Secret Invasion television series starring Sam Jackson as Nick Fury and Ben Mendelsohn as Talos. I love Ben Mendelsohn. He's great. <laughs> He's great. He's great in everything. Yeah. So I'm happy to. This is cool because it's it's one of the coolest storylines. It is. Um, in, in, and a lot of people thought we would be getting this as like the next big movie arc, but I think it works better as a show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now we know it's coming, though. So. <laughs> yeah, it's coming. It's coming. Um, then they're making an Ironheart series. Iron, okay. Ironheart, if you don't know, is basically um, the Batgirl equivalent of Iron Man. She's a young, she's a young girl who he mentors. She has her own Iron Man suit. Her name is Riri Williams. So, uh, by mentors, how is that going to work? I I don't know. I assume um, I assume War Machine because Don Cheadle is getting his own show called Armor Wars, uh, where War Machine fights to stop Tony's armor tech from falling into the wrong hands. So I assume those two will be connected somehow. Okay. Do you know who's going to play Ironheart? Uh, yes. Uh, her name is Dominique Thorne or Dominic Thorne. No, it's Dominique because she's a girl. Dominique Thorne. I've never heard of her, but if Marvel cast her, then she's probably the right choice. I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure. She's, she'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, next up, we're getting Baby Groot, a series of animated specials about everyone's favorite little tree. Um, not necessary, but probably it'll be a fun watch yeah uh and it says it specifies that it's animated specials not a series so yeah. i don't so i don't think this will necessarily be oh well here's you know episodes weekly episodes more of like a oh you know every few whatever well, here's a special mm -hmm. um that's i i prefer that because i feel like a whole series surrounding baby group really couldn't stand us two feet yeah uh, next up, in 2022, we're getting the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special, written and directed by James Gunn. Is like, holiday special as in, like, this is the third movie? No, just a holiday special. 2022. In 2022, it's just a holiday special. I so this I like, a full-length feature? I don't, do I don't know if it's good. I assume it'll be, it's probably gonna be on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Uh, um, and I, it's a holiday special. I assume it's just going to be, I don't know, like an hour or whatever of just like a holiday special, like the Star Wars holiday special, except this won't be a complete and utter piece of garbage. Uh, I'm not going to complain because it is, it is, uh, anything I'm, I'm excited for the next, uh, the next 
Guardians of the Galaxy, so anything between now and then. Yeah. A little bit more Guardians. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm down for a Guardians holiday special. Anyway, yeah. uh, next up, Mark Ruffalo will appear in the She-Hulk series oh. as the Hulk, if you needed clarification. Oh, really? Yeah. No fucking way. Yeah. Um, anyway, that was kind of expected. What was not as expected, Tim Roth will reprise his role as Abomination in the series. Tim Roth from, like, the Ed Norton movie? Yes. That movie exists in the MCU. Technically. Technically, that's, like, the first movie, right? Uh, second. It came after Iron Man. Okay. But, yeah. That's crazy. They'd never mention it. Um, in But, yeah, it, it happened. It's canon. And Tim Roth is coming back. So... Tim, Tim Roth. Like, the... Like... Okay. Yeah, Tim Roth. And... Me, Tim Roth. Did they did they announce who She-Hulk was? Yeah, the uh, girl from uh, Orphan Black. Oh, I thought she said that she wasn't doing this shit. Nope, she is. Another one of our predictions. Yeah, well, we reported it on when everybody else was reporting on it. But yeah. then, like, um, two months later, she said, Oh, I've never heard of this, even though, yeah, like, we all... I, I, that was... That was just her towing the towing the line of oh can't say anything until they until they tell us we can yeah uh, anyway oh uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier series will premiere on Disney Plus in March 2021 that got a trailer yeah I saw that great trailer yeah my I I, I always have to explain um, my my father always says what's what's the point of the Falcon. Uh, he just has his wings and th- that's all he is i'm like you could say the same about batman or iron man and there's like, iron man has his heart that's part of his suit it's like come on oh falcon's got his gadgets yeah i know now he's got a shield too uh anyway sorry i had to uh, wake my fucking dog up because she's snoring like a trucker okay um it's good to know that's what that was and not you um, pulling a tubing um <laughs> anyway so after after uh, Winter Soldier, um, Falcon and Winter Soldier, we're getting Loki, which premieres on Disney Plus in May of 2021. That also got a trailer. I saw that as well. Excellent trailer. Bit confusing. I don't know what's going on, I'm sure. Um, but anything with Loki and Tom Hilston? Listen, I saw Owen Wilson. I saw Time Travel. I saw Loki is fucking D.B. Cooper. I yeah. When I saw Owen Wilson, I was I was like, wow, <laughs> wow, bro. It tripped me up a minute seeing him with like short hair. Yeah, I didn't recognize. I, it's not, I, I recognized it's, him. It's not blonde. His voice alone. It's not blonde either. He's got short. Wow. He's got short gray hair in this show. I was like, whoa. I was like, wow. all I could. I thought, wow. All I could say when I saw this was, wow. Yeah. Wow, this is great. Wow. Anyway, but great trailer. It was. <laughs> it was a great trailer. I'm excited. Uh, I still don't really know what the show's about, but I don't think yeah, they. I don't think they want us to know yet. We know. We know. I'm glad I wasn't the only one that felt that way because I think most people felt that way. But listen, we know enough. We know that we're getting Loki. We're getting. We're getting time travel, and we're getting Owen Wilson. Yeah. Um, and maybe a Thor Heimdall appearance. <laughs> maybe. Anyway, uh, and then Marvel What If premieres in summer of 2021. Uh, I didn't watch the trailer. All I saw was like some sort of thumbnail with zombie Captain America. Okay. Well, this is an animated show. Um, 
it's an anthology, so each episode has a different plot, and the show basically explores alternate versions of what the MCU would be. For example, like what would happen if uh, instead of Steve Rogers taking the Super Soldier Serum, what if Peggy Carter took the Super Soldier Serum, came Captain Britain instead? Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. The whole the show is narrated by Jeffrey Wright as Uetu the Watcher. Oh, will he show up in in the movies? Maybe, possibly. Maybe? I I don't. Who knows? But uh, man's got an excellent voice. So oh, he great, legendary. Great choice for a narrator. Um, and and hopefully sometime soon I can see him in the next James Bond movie. As who? As Felix. Oh, <laughs> it's gonna be like he's an extra James Bond. No, he's in the he's in the Daniel Craig Bond movies as as oh. Felix Leiter, his uh, Bond's CIA contact slash oh. slash friend. He's been in, yeah. he was in Casino Royale and Quantum of Solace, and then they forgot about him. But he's in he's in No Time to Die. If we okay. ever get if <laughs> if we ever get to see it, yeah, God only knows. Yeah, uh, here's excited news: uh, Fantastic Four movie in development. They have a director. And John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. They did not announce any cast. All they said was that it's in development. So we know it's happening. Uh, It's being directed by John Watts, the director of the Spider-Man films. Okay. Um, I think this is the wrong choice of director. but um, I I have no idea. I I hope to be proven wrong, but I, I think... I mean, the Spider-Man movies are fine, but I think there's really only one person who has proved that he can make a Fantastic Four movie, and that's Brad Bird. I really think they should have just got him. I mean, they have his number because he's worked for Pixar. He made the Incredibles films, which are the only good. Yeah, fa- yeah. they're the only good Fantastic Four films. So it- I was a little confused why you, when you said the only they should have gotten the only person that made a good Fantastic Four film when there is no such thing, but. The Incredibles are basically yeah. fantastic. If you're going to get a guy to direct Fantastic Four, you direct the guy who's made the only good Fantastic Four movie, even though it wasn't a Fantastic Four movie. But <laughs> if you've seen The Incredibles, you know that this guy understands the Fantastic Four, and they have his number because Disney owns Pixar. But I hope to be proven wrong. I just really hope this movie is good, um, and I've decided who I want as Doctor Doom. Okay. Hit me with it. Okay, because I saw... I don't know why we didn't think of this the time we were trying to cast Doctor Doom, but I saw like a... I saw like a... Like a sketch... Like a picture mock-up, like an artist did, and uh, this is my pick now. You ready? Yeah, let me see if I... Let, let's... You tell you tell me, and I'll say if I've seen this around the internet as well. Killian Murphy. Let me... Uh, I gotta refresh my... Oh, 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 shit. What? Is it Killian Murphy? I thought it was Cillian Murphy. Is it Cillian or Killian? I have no idea. But Tommy Shelby. Tom, okay. Tommy fucking Shelby as Dr. Okay. Doom. Yep. Done. Book it. Do it. Book it. Yeah. Anyway. Book it. Anyway. Book that shit. Yeah. Please. Do it. Please. 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 Book that shit. Do it. Do it. 
The other the only other person I could see playing Doctor Doom would be Mads Mikkelsen, but he's already been a villain in the MCU. That's what I was thinking. I was I was thought you were gonna say that, but I'm like, no, he, he's yeah. in uh, That's Doctor the pro- Strange. I'm so upset that they wasted him for for that because yeah. like he's great, but that villain was not good. No, I know. They really should have just saved him for Doctor Doom, but you know what? Killian Murphy, book it. Book it, please. Book it. I don't I don't like begging, but this is yeah. Book it. Uh, have you seen? Have you? He's a he's a genius in Peaky Blinders. Oh, God, he is a brilliant, brilliant man. Anyway, um, Ant Man three is officially titled Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. Oh, so uh, Vince McMahon. Uh, yeah. So what you gonna do, brother, when Quantum Mania runs wild on you? And who are they gonna be running wild on? I'll tell you who: Jonathan Majors, who is officially confirmed as Kang the Conqueror. Jonathan Majors is King of Okay. Yes, from uh, Lovecraft Country. Oh, another one, baby. Yeah. This was rumored a while ago, but it was not confirmed, and now it's confirmed. What else we got? Listen to those rumors that we tell you about. Yeah. Um, Also, go watch Lovecraft Country, because it's a great show. Um, Miss Marvel will appear in Captain Marvel 2. Wow. Um... Lucky girl from Canada. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if this show, if the, if her show is coming before Captain Marvel two or after. But either way, we're gonna see the crossover, which you know, obviously, it has to happen because that's part of her character that she's a Captain Marvel fangirl. Um. Anyway, other news: Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Um. Just as we all suspected, has now been officially confirmed. Will connect to the events of Spider Man three. So. It's happening, baby. So it's official. It's going to be a Spider-Verse. It's official, but not official, because they didn't say it's going to be a Spider-Verse. All they said was that the events of Multiverse of Madness will connect to Spider-Man 3. Yeah, but Multiverse, Spider-Verse, same thing, right? (laughs) Yeah. I think Spider-Man's coming first, though, so who knows? But either way, it's happening. We all know it's happening. Multiverse, Spider-Man, connected, Sam Raimi, he's there. We all know what's happening. Anyway, um, Christian Bale is going to um, be in Thor, Love and Thunder, which we knew, really. But uh, now we know who he's going to play. He's going to play He's going to play the villain, Gore the God Butcher. Um, never heard of him. I didn't think you would have, since he's a comic book Thor villain. But... Um, Although I've never heard of him either, but because uh, <laughs> I don't really read Thor comic books. But Gore the God Butcher, I did Google him, so he is an alien. So Christian Bale's going to be either under a lot of makeup or CGI. Um, but I think you can just tell by his name that he's not going to be a pleasant customer. No. I mean, you don't get the God Butcher for not killing gods. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, you know what? I expect Christian Bale to be equally terrifying and hilarious. I am very excited for this because Christian Bale, although he, you, you, me and you both heard he's been hard to work with. Um, I'm happy yeah. that he gets to be in the Marvel Cinematic Universe because he is one of the most talented people in Hollywood. Now we just need uh, Tom Hardy officially in the. Uh, MCU and uh, as a hero because Wolverine baby Wolverine oh maybe or don't put Wolverine in the MCU yeah don't 
Just leave. Um, Tom Hardy with someone else. Anyway, uh, so Kevin Feige. Is it Feige or Feig? I never know. Feige, Feig, Feig. Whatever. Uh, has confirmed that Chadwick Boseman will not be recast as Black Panther. Um, yeah, I saw that. The Black Panther series will instead shift focus to other characters under the branding of the world of Wakanda. Um, that's all they really said. Um, but um, so, so will there, I don't. Did they already film Black Panther two though? No. Um, Ryan Coogler is okay. still attached to write and direct, but the release date has been pushed to July eighth, twenty twenty two. So when they say shift focus to other characters, I guess this means that like Suri won't become Black Panther and take on the mantle. Like she'll still just be her, and I'll just focus. Maybe uh, like the world's sexiest man. Um, is not dead. And for those of you wondering who the world's sexiest man is, it, if you're not aware, Michael B. B. Jordan was named, was named world's sexiest man. Yeah, um, sexiest man alive, or whatever. In the people, I mean, I I, I think he's pretty dead. Yeah, uh, I do too. Um, but I love Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, Ryan Coogler has him in everything he's in. So. Yeah. Um, you never know. <laughs> I, I, yeah. So I, I guess like no one in the movie will take up the mantle of Black Panther. It'll just focus on them as their own characters. Like we're not gonna see. It'll just be her, right, as herself. She's not gonna become Black Panther or whatever. Like Umbaku will still just be Umbaku. Maybe Martin Freeman well, will show up again as the well, there's, token white guy. As, as the, um, I mean, Wakanda has to have a ruler, no. Yeah, it's true. I don't know how they're going to do it, but I don't know. Do you think they should have just recast? Would that be disrespectful? I don't know if they should have recast, but you got to, like, if they're going to... It's such a hard thing because it's so tragic. It is tragic. It is tragic. But, like, do you think they should... Like, do you think if they had recast, would it have been disrespectful? Potentially if they did it poorly, but... Black Panther is not a single singular person. Black Panther is the mantle of leader Wakanda. Yeah. So it's hard to say. Well, I guess we'll. I guess we'll see. Maybe maybe someone in the movie will still take up the mantle. Of Black. Who knows? Like no one's no one's going to be T'Challa. Yeah, but yeah, maybe Suri's the new Black Panther. Maybe Mbaku's yeah. the new Black Panther. Maybe Martin Freeman's the new Black Panther. Yeah. No, like, don't. Martin Freeman's not the new Black Panther. No. Don't at me, okay? That was a joke. No, but like, no one's going to be like, yeah, we're going to recast T'Challa. That would be disrespectful. Having. Would it, someone would it take be, up the man. Would it be disrespectful because he died, or would it be disrespectful because um his his performance was so definitive because they've recast actors who have died in the middle of a, of a series before the guy who played Dumbledore died after like the first movie and they recast him. Nobody said it was disrespectful. Yeah, but Dumbledore was old, but still he died. Yeah, I know. I don't know. It's a, it's a tough issue. It's a, you know what? I'm sure whatever they did, it's the right choice. Whether or not there's a Black Panther. Yeah. We gotta see. We'll just wait and see. It's tough. Anyway, on to Pixar. Okay. Okay. Um, Pixar. 
they're making a uh, a Buzz Lightyear movie. Yes. Oh my god. Buzz Lightyear. It's called Lightyear. It is a Buzz Lightyear origin movie from Pixar, starring Chris Evans as Buzz. This is not what. This is not Buzz Lightyear the toy. This is the Buzz Lightyear that the toy is based on. Do you follow? Yeah. So this, for all the people out there who don't follow, so basically this is the movie that exists in the Toy Story universe about a character named Buzz Lightyear who then got a toy which was then purchased by Andy's mom who gave it to Andy. Um... I, is it going to have that, you know, like in the first Toy Story where he goes to the moon and like he goes through that, he falls in between, uh, like, and that alien guy or whatever it is, you know what I'm talking about? Z- Zorg? Know. Yeah, Zorg. Is he going to be, ah, dude, is this necessary? I mean, I don't, you, I don't know. There's, did anyone say there's themselves... ne- Listen, you know what? People said the same thing when they said we're making a fourth Toy Story movie. Yeah, but that at least it's Toy Story. This is like it's not even about Tim Allen and actual Buzz Lightyear. This is like no one's like, wow, I really want to know about the story behind the actual person that the toy is based off of, Buzz Lightyear. Well, think of it like this, right? Like, let like is this a live action or animated? No, it's it's animated. It's Pixar. Okay, yeah, true. Chris Evans is the voice. Now, well, think of it this way, right? You go see, like, fl- a Flash Gordon movie, okay? There's a reference for all the Gen Z listeners out there. <laughs> Which I I am a Gen Z, by the way, so don't be like, oh, we don't know what Flash Gordon is, old man. I'm your age, and I know what Flash Gordon is, okay? Read a book. Um, you see a Flash Gordon movie. Now there's a Flash Gordon toy. You buy the toy. Great. It comes to life. That's what this movie is. There was a Buzz Lightyear movie. They made toys. Andy's mom bought one. Gave it to Andy. Toy came to life. But we're not seeing a movie in the... We're not seeing a movie about toy, a Toy Story character. We're seeing a movie that people in the Toy Story universe would see. I mean, it's weird. And it takes that much explaining. Um... I mean, we just gotta wait and see because we said the same shit about. Um, so I let's just. I wouldn't even consider this a Toy Story movie. I would consider this Pixar is making a space adventure movie. Yeah, let's just uh, make a movie called Kaboom. That's what I want to see. <laughs> that's the. Let's start a petition. Kaboom. Start a petition. Kaboom. They're already being sued by uh, Evil Knievel's son. <laughs> That guy's a dick. Yeah, fuck him. Well, when that lawsuit's over, because I don't think Evil Knievel Jr. is going to win, they can make a Kaboom movie. Yeah. Keanu Reeves. Anyway, Lightyear is scheduled for summer 2022 theatrical release. Okay. Uh, what else? Okay, the first five episodes of the docuseries Inside Pixar are now streaming on Disney+, Plus, with more episodes to come in the coming months. So if you want to watch a documentary series about the ins and outs of Pixar, you now can watch the first five episodes. Wow, so exciting. <laughs> that does so sound pretty interesting, honestly. It's interesting, probably, but it's definitely something you put on in the background while you're 
when you have nothing else to watch. Or or you watch it when if you want to see how Pixar makes their movies. True. Um, what else? Oh, uh, Popcorn, a collection of mini shorts starring Pixar characters, is coming to Disney Plus in 2021. Mm-hmm. Then we got Doug Days, an up spinoff series following the adventures of Doug the Dog. Okay. Uh, and then there's a new series following uh, Cars characters Lightning McQueen and Mater coming in fall 2022. Okay, no one asked for that, but okay. <laughs> you know what I say to that? What? I say, wow. Wow. Is he going to play the voice of Lightning McQueen? I should hope so. Um, wow. Anyway, um, Pixar's first original long-form animated series, Win or Lose, is coming in fall 2023. Don't know what it's about. Nope. But uh, Pixar, Pixar is making a television show. That's all we need to know. Okay. Um, Good for them. Yeah. Pixar's next feature film is called Luca. It's headed to theaters in June 2021. Luca? Luca. It's about a kid. I, I read the synopsis. I had to search for it. It's about a kid named Luca. It's about a kid named Luca, and he's chilling in the summer uh, with his friend, but then uh, one of them is secretly a sea monster. Oh. I don't know which one. I think the friend. Maybe Luca. Probably the Probably friend. Luca. We'll Probably see. Luca. We'll see. Maybe the friend. Yeah. Any, we'll anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh, then we got some Hulu announcements. Because Disney, wow. Disney owns Hulu. Um, so some shows they announced. Uh, a show called Nine Perfect Strangers starring Nicole Kidman and Melissa McCarthy. Wow, what an odd pairing. That is an odd pairing. I don't know what the show is about, and I'd like to know who these other seven strangers are, but it's an odd pairing, and I'm intrigued. Um, A show called Dope Sick, starring Michael Keaton, Peter Sarsgaard, and Rosario Dawson. Um, Again, I don't know what this is about. I just know that they announced it's a thing, but Michael Michael Keaton's in it, so you have my attention. Then there's a show called The Dropout, starring Kate McKinnon. I assume this is about someone who drops out of something. Um, I, I assume so. I assume it but, will be funny, because Kate McKinnon is in it. Yeah, I'd assume so. Yeah, uh, and then there's a show, and then we, uh, they uh, announced a show, Only Murders in the Building, starring Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez. That's weird. Uh, you had me at the first two and lost me at Selena Gomez. I know what this show is about because I heard Steve Martin and Martin Short talking about it once in an interview. Selena Gomez, big fan. I'm a big fan. This show is about I know I don't know who Selena Gomez is, but I know in the show Steve Martin and Martin Short are two old guys who live in the same who are like neighbors and they watch like like old like murder shows like Columbo and stuff and they think we can do that, but they're too lazy to like go anywhere, so they say we're only going to solve murders in the building. <laughs> Which I love this premise. I feel like this is something you'd come up with. I love this premise, and I love Steve Martin and Martin Short, and I'm a big fan of Selena Gomez. So that's the one my eye is on. Yeah, that's a uh, that's a great premise. It is. We're gonna let's become private detectives, but we don't want to go anywhere, so we're only gonna solve murders in the building, and. I assume a murder will happen in their building. Yeah. 
And hopefully there's a lot of Selena Gomez screen time. Yeah. Um, Anyway, um, and then we have some other stuff, which isn't uh, isn't any of the previous categories. Yeah. Uh, Indiana Jones 5 is in pre-production. It's planned for 2022 release, and it will be the final Indiana Jones film. Is this Harrison Ford, or is like Chris Pratt going to be? No, Harrison Ford is Indiana Jones. They're not. I thought like replacing Steven him. Spielberg was like, "Oh, I love Chris Pratt as Indiana Jones or some shit." I don't know. I'm sure he'll have a young sidekick, but Harrison Ford is Indiana Jones. Okay, we don't need this, but okay. No, but we'll see. Maybe it'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Fargo showrunner Noah Hawley. Is that how you pronounce his name? Holly. Yeah. Whatever. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah, the guy that made Marriage Story or some shit? No, that's a different guy. Okay. This yeah, Fargo, Fargo Far- show, showrunner. Fargo, yeah. the TV show. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen that? It's a good show. No. You should watch it. It's a great show. Yeah, I should watch a lot of things. <laughs> you should, but you don't, even though you have infinite free time. Um, I know. Anyway, he is overseeing an alien television show for FX. Uh, it will be set on Earth, and will combine the horror of the first movie with the action of the second movie. Wow. I don't know. <laughs> I a lot. If if anybody can pull this off, it's this guy. I hope you're right. Anyway, uh, Princess Tiana from The Princess and the Frog will be getting her own Disney Plus series in 2023. Would you look at that? Yeah. So if you're a fan of that Disney animated movie, got something new to look forward to. Uh, Moana is also getting her own series on Disney Plus, also in 2023. Okay, so no Moana 2, I guess. There could still be a Moana 2. It'll just be a Moana 2, and she'll also have her own show. I mean, then that's a, that's a little unfair. I feel like you have Moana, and then Moana two, okay. but you don't have Moana, and then a show, and then Moana two. That's just unfair to the other sequel movies that these princess type characters get. Eh, we'll see. Frozen doesn't get their own show. Eh, who cares? I want to. I want to pull off spinoff. You know what my hot take is? Moana is better than Frozen. Yeah, but Olaf is Josh Gad, and Josh Gad is Josh Gad. Okay, but Alan Tudyk played a chicken in Moana. That... Alan Tudyk is a very talented man, and I'd strive, if I were to be a voice actor, I'd strive to be just like Alan Tudyk. Alan Tudyk is fantastic in everything he does, and they could have had him voice the chicken, but the chicken doesn't talk. Yeah, that's how good he is. It's amazing. I love Alan Tudyk. Alan Tudyk I've never seen anything with Alan Tudyk that was worse because of Alan Tudyk. No. Everything he does, he's uh, he's a brilliant voice man. Yeah. I want to be like him. I want to be a voice man like Alan Tudyk. And he's even his live action stuff is great. Fucking Pirate Steve and Dodgeball. Yeah. One of the... Fucking... He's so good. Firefly. Uh, okay there, Fela. Okay. Let's not make this into the Alan Tudyk appreciation episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, the live-action Pinocchio film, starring Tom Hanks and directed by Robert Zemeckis, will be headed directly to Disney+. Plus. No theatrical release. I feel like this is uh, a lot. I, I feel like they, 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 
they're aware of this movie and they said to themselves uh it's probably not gonna be that good <laughs> here's okay why do you think that it's not gonna be that good because it's tom hanks because it's robert zemeckis or because it's a live action disney remake because it's a live action Disney remake, and we saw how that went with uh, with all the other live action Disney remakes. Not that Jungle Book wasn't bad, but Jungle Book plays well to it. Pinocchio does not. I could see a live action Pinocchio. I feel like Geppetto's a pedophile, so I mean, to each his own. Uh, yeah, but I mean, like that's not going to change regardless of whether he's live action or cartoon. Oh, look! Looks like Pinocchio's nose. Is growing inside my ass. <laughs> oh, it looks like Pinocchio has got a major clue right now. Oh, Jesus. Pinocchio's clue is giving me a clue. Okay, enough of this. Um... <laughs> Where were we? <laughs> okay, oh, um... Right, okay. So the next uh, Disney animated uh, film, uh, Raya and the Last Dragon will be debuting on Disney Plus, but it's going to pull the Mulan shit and require a separate purchase. Why don't they just release this in theaters? Or is this like I think this, during COVID time? I, I believe this is coming soon. Hunter did not put a release date, but I can boop it, boop it real quick. I would assume probably soon. Uh, it's scheduled for March 12th. So yeah, makes sense. Um, but yeah, they, they're pulling the... Um, they're pulling the old uh, Mulan, which went over was, so well. Yeah, because we all know how great that movie was. Um, it's funny, too. Definitely worse it, surprise it, than the mission. It's weird, too, because nobody liked when they did that with Mulan. And then Soul is coming out directly to Disney Plus for free. And then after... And that actually looks like a good movie. <laughs> it does. Did you know that John Batiste did the uh, music for that movie, some of it? I'm not surprised. He's very talented. He is very talented. But yeah. Um, and then after that, they're releasing another movie on Disney Plus for not free, which is dumb. Ugh, dude. Anyway. They should pick and choose. I, every time they do that, it's like, ah, oh, it's a shitty movie. Here you go. This movie doesn't even look bad. But Which one? The um, This one, The Last Dragon. Yeah, I'm sure it's, it's going to be like the next fucking big Oreo is probably some like prince or something or... You know, like, oh, I want to be Ori, you know, for Halloween or something like that, you know. But anyway, let's get on to uh, some adult news. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia has been renewed for four more seasons. Jesus Christ. Um, if it if it really does go for those four extra seasons, it'll bring it up to 18 seasons, making it the longest running live action comedy in television history. Yeah, that's that's a lot. There's a lot. I'm sure Sunny Sunny and fans are happy as shit, and if I watched it, I'd be happy too. Cause I, but I just I, I never got into Sunny. Really? But no. Why? It's hilarious. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's such a funny show. I don't know if it's still funny. I haven't watched it in a while. But it certainly used to be funny. Yeah. And it could still be funny. Um, Disney and FX also announced that new seasons of Atlanta, American Horror Story, Dave, What We Do in the Shadows, Mayans, Snowfall, Better Things, and Archer are also all in the works coming to FX. So if you're a fan of any of those shows, you're getting more. 
You a fan of any of those shows? Um, uh, I don't know. It, it is Killian Murphy, by the way. It is Killian, so I was right. Yeah. Killian Murphy cast him as uh, Dr. Doom. Please. Yeah. <laughs> do it. Just do it. Anyway, um, okay, so after Raya and the Last Dragon, the next Disney animated film after that is called Encanto. Um, oh, shit. Pokemon? No, you're thinking of Kanto. This is Encanto, which uh, oh. obviously is Spanish because the official synopsis is Encanto takes you to Colombia where a magical family lives in a magical home. Wow, sounds interesting. Yeah, music will be written by Lin-Manuel Miranda. Oh, of course it will. That genius. Wow. So He's a good music man. He is, so at least, <laughs> at least we know it'll be catchy. Yeah, definitely. All right. Um, Baymax from Big Hero 6 will be getting his own animated show on Disney+. Plus. Oh, wow. Really needed that one. Uh, I don't know what I would have done if that doesn't exist. Yeah. Um, Zootopia is getting a animated show on Disney+, Plus titled Zootopia+. Plus. Stupid. Okay, next. Hey, man, I like Zootopia. That's a great movie. Zootopia's great, but just make Zootopia too, like I said. Um, here's one. The Mighty Ducks Game Changers is coming to Disney+. Plus. This show... I thought I heard of this. this. I thought I heard of some Mighty Ducks shit going on. Yes, this is a show in the Mighty Ducks universe. It takes place after the films, and Emilio Estevez is back. That's a big yuck. No, I'm just kidding. I, I, I have no clue, dude. You don't know who Emilio Estevez is? No, I do. I have no clue if this will be good or not. Because I mean, were the Mighty Ducks movies really good? No, but and they're extremely unrealistic as a hockey fan. Very unrealistic. <laughs> Is any sports movie realistic? Uh, Coach Carter. <laughs> Coach Carter's great. Yeah, well, you know that that the main the main uh, antagonist, fake name in the movie, but real name was Tyson Chandler, who was um, was okay in the NBA. Fun fact. Okay, there's your fun fact for the day. Uh, I'm going to bed now. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> okay, what's next? Uh, there's a Turner and Hooch television series coming to Disney+. Plus. It will star Josh Peck as Turner, famously played by Tom Hanks in the movie. Wow, definitely an upgrade on the casting there, don't you think? Josh Peck from, you know, Drake and Josh? Listen, I like Josh Peck. He's great. But he's no Tom. He's no Tom Hanks. But then no again, is. nobody is. But <laughs> if you're gonna make a show about young Turner and Hooch, you can't get Tom Hanks again. I mean, you can, but you just uh, well, you can't because it's just a voice. No, it's not. Oh shit! This is a it's not. this is a live action show, and he's not the dog. Okay. It's like you've never seen Turner and Hooch. I think you've it's been. Like I've I think you've been outed. Yeah, I have been. I've never seen it, and uh, I don't plan on seeing it, and I don't plan on seeing... Uh... I've never seen it either. Yeah. I have seen Big, though. Everybody should see Big. I have seen that as well, actually, multiple times. Yeah, great movie. so, so good. Anyway, uh, there's a Percy Jackson series coming to Disney+. Plus. Oh, I love, I, yeah, I love Greek shit, but not Percy Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Did you read the books or just see the movie? Just saw the movies. Uh, but apparently I... the books are good, but... I don't know. Oh, I, I'm, I'm sure they're great. <laughs> um, um, for some reason, they're making Hocus Pocus 2. 
Oh, wow, because the first one was definitely a smash. I mean, it was. People love Hocus Pocus. I don't know why. It's dog shit. But, I never saw it, so... <laughs> but okay. Um, what else we got? Okay, Zac Efron will star in a remake of Three Men and a Baby, coming to Disney Plus in 2022. I mean, I don't... I like that. I'm a fan of Zac Efron. I, look, I'm a fan of Zac Efron. I don't mind Three Men and a Baby, but it's certainly of its time. Is it necessary? I, no. I, I don't know. I, I'd also like to know, who are the other two men? Yeah. And, Just giving Zac Efron... Uh, and what... Is it going to be three Zac Efrons? And if it's not three Zac Efrons, who are the other two? More importantly, which of the original three men is Zac Efron playing? Is he the Ted Danson? <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, that, that'd be a good fit. Yeah. Anyway, maybe he's the John Travolta. Wait, was John Travolta Maybe in they movie? get John Travolta and uh, Ted Danson. No, no. John Travolta was in the other baby movie. Twins? No, I'm <laughs> Look Who's Talking. Uh, no, John Travolta was in Look Who's Talking, which is about a talking baby voiced by Bruce Willis. Yikes. Three Men, okay. three, three men and a Baby was Ted Danson and um, Magnum P.I., What's his yeah. face? Whoever played Magnum P.I. I don't remember his name. I can't remember. All I all I know is that after we we watched Shark Tank on today during dinner, uh, the new Magnum P.I. came on and uh, Tom Selleck. Very Tom Selleck played. Uh, I've lost respect for Tom Selleck. You know that? Why? Because he was in Three Men and a Baby. No, because uh, he's in all those fucking reverse mortgage commercials, and they really annoy me. <laughs> Is he? I've never seen Tom Selleck in a reverse mortgage commercial. That, yeah, because Tom Selleck is definitely someone that has had to have a reverse mortgage. I've never seen Tom Selleck in a reverse mortgage commercial. Oh, I've seen him in multiple reverse mortgage commercials, and he isn't. I've lost respect because he is annoying. I'd like to know what kind of channels you're watching that are showing reverse mortgage commercials. Oh, he's, it's like CNN a lot of times, and then maybe some like other shitty channels, you know? Mm. Uh, anyway, uh, what else we got going on? I'll tell you what else we got going on. We got the Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wild is the newest oh. entry in the Ice Age franchise, and it stars... A movie? Um, I don't know if it's a movie or a show, but it stars the prankster Possum Brothers, Crash and Eddie, and Swashbuckling Weasel Buck, voiced by Simon Pegg, coming to Disney Plus in early 2022. Okay. Looks, uh, okay. I really needed that one, too. Uh, and then we got Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Emily Blunt, Edgar Ramirez, Jack Whitehall, Jesse Plemons, and Paul Giamatti will star in Jungle Cruise, debuting in theaters in July 2021. Okay, interesting. Interesting. This is, sure. this is based on the Jungle Cruise ride at Disney World. Yeah. Um, uh, they, we've seen... Um, they've done it, that before. I think Pirates of the Caribbean yeah, is... Pirates of the Caribbean... Pirates of the Caribbean was based on the Disney World ride, and uh, that movie is fantastic. So, yeah, you never know. Look, now we just need a Space Mountain. Look, this is a great cast. It is a great cast, but we've seen it ton, time and time again. Great cast. Look, I'm all Terrible I'm all for a Jungle Adventure starring The Rock, Emily Blunt, Paul Giamatti, and Jesse Plemons. <laughs> it's uh, we, yeah, it'll be interesting for sure. For sure. <laughs> if they if they ever make a Space Mountain movie, there better be a Ric Flair cameo in it. it it's um, 
it, it'll be something. I think it'll be interesting. We just we gotta wait and see. At least it's not like a show coming to Disney Plus. You know. <laughs> you got a problem with all these shows coming to Disney Plus? No, not at all. What are you talking about? <laughs> this is a streaming service. It needs original content. And right. and after after this fucking thing, it's it's got more original content than every other fucking streaming service. Yeah. Hence, Netflix. Hence, why their stock price went to a record high the day after. Yeah. Yeah. Netflix is gonna need some fucking CPR after this shit. Not that I mean, Netflix has their Netflix shows, and somehow they churn out hit after hit after hit after hit Listen, after hit after hit after hit after hit after hit. I gotta tell after you. After hit after hit. Do, wait for it. After hit. This is after hit. Yeah, this is the thing though. This is what I'm thinking. Like after all this, like especially after this announcement. So Disney Plus has a plethora of original content. HBO Max on... HBO Max has a plethora of stuff. What does Netflix have other than Netflix has like four good shows and hundreds of trash? They have lots. Of, I mean, they Netflix. Here's the thing. <clears throat> Let me drop some some knowledge on you. All, okay? all of their good shows get canceled after three seasons. It's true. Here's some here's some knowledge some knowledge. Like look. Okay. Okay, so Ozark is ending, right? Is it? Okay. Yeah. I didn't know. So that. what do they got? They have they have Stranger Things. They have that chess show that everybody loves. Yeah, but I think that's a one off. Is I think that's Is a, that a one off? Okay. I think that's a mini series, yeah. Okay, so they got Stranger Things. Um they got Hopefully, Auntie Donna for another season. Yeah, but get this. Um, what what else? Most, what else do they have? The most streamed show is The Office. That's leaving Netflix. Is it? Yes. What the fuck? NBC is getting their own fucking streaming service. They're not. They're taking. You think they're gonna leave their biggest show on a different streaming service? No. Netflix has nothing anymore. Yeah, but somehow, uh, everything, I mean, they have Peaky Blinders. <laughs> that's true. But that's BBC. That's BBC. Yeah. But it comes to Netflix. Yeah. Netflix is in trouble. They keep, I feel they like... keep raising their prices and they're not, they don't, they're like, they're, they're, their prices go up and the amount of good stuff they have goes down. That's all, that's all I'm Academy. saying. Yeah, um, okay, Umbrella Academy. Is that? The Witcher. Yes, The Witcher. That's three. Uh, Outer Banks, good show. Black Mirror, good show. Uh, Mindhunter. Mindhunter's done, I think. Are you sure? Yeah, pretty sure. That's what I read. Oh. That's what that's what I read. David Fincher said, "Don't expect it." Uh, you. I don't know what that is. There's some some show. Yeah, they they really um I mean dark. I don't know what that is either. So, uh, uh yeah, they're really uh, after this I'd be nervous if I was Netflix because I know the Queen's Gambit is like massive right now, but that's a mini series. Yeah. How many how many Queen's Gambits are there going to be? Not a lot. Like I can see like I know Stranger Things, like they have an end. 
right? I don't know when it is, but like they know when it's ending. Yeah, there's only going to be at least like I think maybe two or three more. Yeah, um, Witcher I can see going on for a while. That's really the only Netflix. That's the only Netflix show right now I can see going for for a while. Every other one I can see maybe lasting two more years at best. Yeah, but here's the thing. A lo- I've I've I know a lot of people that I'm like I've I've recommended it to a lot like shows and shit to a lot of people like the boys I recommend it to a lot of people right because I mean not only is that the biggest show of the year officially it's the biggest show of the year yeah um like I've talked to a lot of people that say yo you should watch the boys and they're like it's not on Netflix so I'm not going to um but I think that Disney is is going to be the top streaming service. Yeah. And I don't the th- thing with I the boys, the fact, is... that, the fact that the boys is the biggest streaming show of the year already means that the people who are telling you that, though that's the minority of people. Mm-hmm. Um I know the bo- some people think it's controversial, but the boys was the biggest show of the year. It was. Like it or not, it was. Um I think that Netflix is not in trouble because it's still better than 95% of like the millions of streaming services. All the Apple shows that I've seen are pretty lackluster trash. How they, what does Apple um, have? Apple has the morning show. That was acclaimed. Yeah, that was good. Mythic, that, Qu- Mythic the... Quest is great. Yeah, that's, that's true. I forgot about Mythic Quest. I don't know uh, I don't know any of the shows that Apple has. Other than they that. have big names like in shows and shit but it's 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 tough it's tough right this is what this is a problem right because everybody's having their own streaming services so they're all getting their stuff off of netflix and so netflix has to just rely on their original shows the problem is 90 percent of their original shows are dog crap because they just fund everything what they need to do is stop funding everything and only make good stuff yeah I think they need to start really looking because and when you, Disney is about when to you do expo- make good, like when you, already exploding. When you do make good stuff, don't cancel it after three seasons. Yeah. I mean, everyone knew that Disney was coming out with something. They knew that all the uh, all those shows were going to be pulled from Netflix. And now you're seeing this... It's kind of like, oh, you saw this little creature in the sand that you're like, ah, oh, no biggie. And now it's becoming a behemoth yeah. over the shadow, overshadowing every single other stream. It's, it's not just Disney Plus, though, like because like HBO Max is packed with stuff, too, now that is on the whole better than what Netflix has. Yeah, but if you're looking at like past stuff, I didn't know like the like because the, the top stream show is the office yeah that's leaving um so that's pretty crazy that they're gonna lose that which is friend arguably, friends left too like that that's argue that those shows are arguably the two biggest stream shows yeah so. friends fucked off to hbo max jesus okay fresh fresh netflix. fresh prince is on hbo max yeah. Right. Like. Anyway, let's finish this because. Yeah. Um, Chip and Dale are coming back in a hybrid live-action animated uh, feature film called Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. 
It will star John Mulaney and Andy Samberg as Chip and Dale. I think that's a great casting, by the way. I agree. And uh, will be directed by Akiva Schaefer of The Lonely Island. Okay. So that that sounds promising. Yeah, uh, I'll say so. I assume by live-action hybrid they mean that uh, it'll be animated chipmunks in a live-action world and not um, a cat's situation. Because, <laughs> please God, no. Yeah. Unless they make it like a parody. I could see that being funny. Yeah. But I'd rather okay. I'd rather not. Anyway, we also have a Willow series coming to Disney Plus in 2022 based off of the 1980s fantasy film of the same name starring yeah, star Val Kilmer. We all need, need, needed that one. That's a great movie. It's a great movie. I've seen it. I saw it when I was very young. Haven't seen it since. Well, um, the same guy who played Willow is playing him again in the show. So. Well, as long as being... Is I think it's being directed by Ron Howard. So is the show being directed by Ron Howard? I'm pretty sure. Oh, well, that's that's a good sign. Um, Disenchanted, a sequel to Enchanted, will stream exclusively on Disney Plus, and will have Amy Adams returning as Giselle. Um, okay. <laughs> but will James Marston return? That's the question. That's a good question. Look, man, I saw Enchanted, and I liked it. And I'm not ashamed to admit that. I don't know what it is. So, joke's on you. It's about uh, Amy Adams is like a... She's like a princess. The beginning of the movie, it's like a Disney cartoon. And she's like a princess, but then she goes into like a portal and like crawls out of like a sewer in New York, and she's Amy Adams in the real world. Oh. Okay. That's, that's interesting. And last but not least, a television show called Big Shot is coming to Disney+. Plus. It is a dramedy starring John Stamos as a basketball coach who gets fired and ends up coaching at an all-girls high school. You had me at John Stamos. And then you lost me at all-girls high school. But then you had me again at John Stamos. You know, I watch a streamer that uh, has a viewer named John Stamos, and he always jokes like jokes around saying yeah john stamos is is a consistent viewer and i'm like is that the real john stamos could be i never know you'll never know look man until i meet john stamos in real life and ask him do you watch kyr speedy and he goes yeah watch him for years i'll be like damn that really is you donating all that money i'd love <laughs> i'd love to meet john stamos <laughs> nothing wrong with an all-girl basketball but what a uh, magnificent man Nothing wrong with an all-girl bat. It just seems like a show, or um, like a premise of a movie that would get like a 3.1 on IMDb. I don't know. It sounds interesting. Hotshot yeah. basketball coach forced to coach. I don't. I assume he was a coach for like a like a professional men's team. Now he's got a coach. I thought you're gonna. I thought you're gonna say yeah. He was a high school coach that got fired and somehow got a job as an NBA head coach. And I was like, damn that. That'd be interesting, but well, I assume it's called Big Shot. I assume he was like an NBA coach, and then now he's coaching a girls' high school team. Yeah, maybe. Um, who else is in the show? Someone else was in the show. Oh, Yvette Nicole Brown from Community. Oh, she's funny. Yeah, she's funny. And um, she's from Community. If you don't know, if you never watched, yeah. if you never watched Community, she also portrayed um, 
the manager of the movie theater in Drake and Josh. <laughs> anyway, okay. That's it. It's time for the Game Awards. Are we going to do the Game Awards or are we going to have a, another episode? No, we're doing the Game Awards. This is an extra long okay. episode, okay? I hope you people um, appreciate us for giving you all of this information. Yeah, big news week. I didn't think it would be this long. Yeah, because uh, there are some podcasts that would only give you, oh, we're only going to give you the Game Awards stuff. Or we're only going to give you the news stuff. Or we're only going to give you the Disney stuff. We give you all three. That's how much we care about you. Just like the time at Gamescom, how we gave you a rundown of like all 200 games that they announced at Gamescom when every other fucking podcast was only doing the major announcements. We gave you every single one. You can't see me right now, but I'm wagging my finger. Yeah, you can't see me right now, but I have to go take a shit real real badly but i'm gonna hold it in for you you should go take a shit and then i will then um play a totally not pre-recorded ad okay i'll go take a shit and i'll do a totally not pre-recorded ad today's episode is presented by purple carrot Purple Carrot is the plant-based subscription meal kit that makes it easy to cook irresistible meals to fuel your body. Each week, choose from an expansive and delicious menu of dinners, lunches, breakfasts, and snacks. Each box is an opportunity to learn and experience something new with easy recipes and fresh pre-portioned ingredients. No shopping, no food waste. Just globally inspired, restaurant-quality, plant-based meals. Okay, look, I love meat. I know a lot of you probably love meat, but I made the switch to plant-based, and you know what? Can't tell a difference, and it's healthier. It's healthier for your body, it's healthier for the planet, okay? Get $30 off your first box by going to purplecarrot.com and entering the code PODGO30 at checkout today. That's PODGO30 for $30 off your first Purple Carrot box. Purple Carrot, the easiest way to eat more plants. Wow. That shit was great. You didn't take a shit. You didn't pre-record that ad. I know. That's why I said it was totally not pre-recorded. Yeah, that's why I said I was going to take a. Sh- I was going to take a shit. Do you actually have to take shit? Yeah, I, I did. Okay. Well, because if you do, now's the time to go do it. I told what you just played the ad and I took a shit during the ad. What are you talking about? Jonah, do you have to take a shit? Yes or no? This is not a bit anymore. Okay, uh yeah, but it's not that bad. Okay. Cuz if you don't go now, you can't go until we're done. Yep, yep. I'm committing. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um should we go through the awards first or the announcements? Um Are we going to go through every single award? Yes. Yikes. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, we'll go through the awards. Okay. Here we go. Best score and music. I'm not going through the nominees. I'm just telling you who won. Because it, do- yeah. it doesn't matter who the nominees are anymore because they lost. Yeah. Although if you were nominated, if the game was nominated, it was deserving of a win. Yeah. For the most part. Anyway, um, best score and music went to Final Fantasy VII Remake. Wow, a remake one. Good for it. Uh, best action adventure went to The Last of Us Part Two. Oh wow, so adventurous. Best family game went to Animal Crossing. 
Um, they were not given an acceptance speech. That's not nice. Best community support went to Fall Guys. Bullshit. Um, yeah, it didn't deserve it, and they also did not get an acceptance speech. Best debut game went to Phasmophobia. They did not get an acceptance speech. Best esports game went to League of Legends. Also, no acceptance speech. Best esports event went to League of Legends Championship 2020. Also, no acceptance speech. Best esports coach went to Zonic. Also, no acceptance speech. Yeah, who cares a shit about coach? What do they actually do? Best esports host went to Shocks or Sajox or whatever. Also, no acceptance speech. Best esports team went to G2 Esports. No acceptance speech. Best esports athlete went to Showmaker. Best performance went to Laura Bailey as Abby in The Last of Us Part 2. Hate all, okay. hate all you want. She gave a great performance and her character was better than Ellie. Don't at me. Uh, best ongoing game went to No Man's Sky. That's bullshit. Um, I mean, they've they made a lot of improvements. Yeah, after they shit it out. Well, it's that's why it's an ongoing game. Yeah. They've transformed it. Also, it was kind of funny because they cut to the guy's Zoom feed and he was just drinking because this guy was drunk. He had no he had no uh, intentions of winning. Mm-hmm. I assume so. Yeah, he even sent his speech. Oh wow! Oh no! It's always we. Ha- how did we win? It's always Fortnite. Which he's got a point. Anyway, best art direction uh, went to Ghost of Tsushima. They were not given an acceptance speech. Best action game went to Hades. Not given an acceptance speech. Best VR AR game went to Half-Life Alex, Not given an acceptance speech. Best sports slash racing game went to Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2. Also not given an acceptance speech. Most anticipated game went to Elden Ring. Um, no acceptance speech. Best narrative went to Last of Us Part 2. No acceptance speech. Games for Impact Award went to Tell Me Why. Great game. If you have Game Pass, you should play it. Uh, best multiplayer went to Among Us. Figures. Good, good choice. Best indie game went to Hades. They were not given an acceptance speech. That's bullshit. Best uh, audio... Des- what's bullshit? That they won or no speech? No speech, because uh, indie games deserve a speech. They deserve a plot. Well, if you'll notice, it seems over... If you'll notice, over half of these games were not given an acceptance speech. And I'll get into that later when I give my final thoughts on this awards show. Okay. Yeah. Uh, best audio design went to Last of Us 2. No speech. Best RPG went to Final Fantasy 7 Remake. No speech. Best sim slash strategy game went to Microsoft Flight Sim. No speech. Player's Choice Award went to Ghost of Tsushima. No speech. Best fighting game went to Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate. No speech. Innovation in accessibility went to Last of Us 2. Best. Whatever that best mobile game it means it's accessible for people to play if even if they have like a disability that would prevent them from playing i mean there's controllers for that but no it's it's other stuff too like if you're colorblind or if you're deaf or if you're partially blind you can still play the game normally 
Okay. Like there's there's op there's literally options in the game to play the game if you're like half blind. Okay. Um, best mobile game among us. Content creator of the year went to Valkyrie. I uh, she's pretty hot. So. Yeah, but I mean, did Tim the Tapman, bro? Tim. The did Tim the Tapman really go through? that struggle of trying to get a crown only to not win content creator of the year. I guarantee, I guarantee you that Valkyrie didn't have as many like viewers watching her at the, at, at a single time as Tim, the Tim, Tatman the, did Tim, the Tatman took over the world for an entire week because he was losing. Yeah. Like very rarely you could say that about a content creator. Yeah. Like, l- listen, I'm sure Valkyrie is a nice person and i'm sure she's a very good content creator and makes good stuff um but come on tim tim the tatman was robbed i mean if we're go if we're going at content creator it should just be pewdiepie every year let's be honest also i got a, I got a problem with this ca- like why is our youtubers in the same category as twitch streamers like it's completely different forms of content and they shouldn't be competing she, against uh, each other she is a youtube streamer like streamer actually well you know what i mean like like people who make youtube videos should not be in the same category as people who stream yeah but everyone now streams i know but if your main form of content is videos you shouldn't be up against people whose main form of content is streaming it is yeah right i still think tim the tapman rocked yeah but like for what this category was it should have been tim the tapman but they really should have been two separate categories yeah Best YouTube, you know, creator, best stream creator, like best streamer, and then best con- content creator. Anyway, best game direction went to Last of Us Two, and uh, game of the year went to Last of Us Two. So, uh, congratulations! The best game of the year is Oscar Bait, the video game. I mean, quite quite a joke. Listen, Last of Us you, you Last of Us Two is not a bad game. It's certain. It's certainly not game of the year. Ask a hundred people what game of the year was, and I guarantee you, it'll be less than five percent of people that say Last of Us Two. Well, I I don't know, but all I know is that uh, listen, Last of Us Two. There's nothing wrong. Last of Us Two is a good game. It's not game of the year, um, but whatever. the The one problem I have is it was certainly not. It certainly should not have won for best game direction, considering that game. Um, is notorious for having such bad crunch that half the fucking dev team left while they were making the game because everybody was so miserable and that's a failure of direction yeah right it's the director's job to keep the team morale up even if they have to crunch um and if you have that high turnover rate that's a failure of direction so but whatever can I just say the best community team, community like whatever that thing was? Best Fall Guys. Best community support. Yeah, support. Destiny Two has the greatest community outreach from their like devs and game directors and all those guys. Yeah, they're always on the Reddit forums. They, they're always talking to people on Twitter. They're always transparent about what they're doing. They they always have their weekly this week at Bungie. What does Fall Guys they, do? Fall Guys makes funny tweets. They they actually play their like I'm just disappointed not because Destiny Two is one of my favorite games right now. I don't honestly anybody could have won this category except Fall Guys. What does Fall Guys community support do? Like 
It's bullshit. Anyway, um, let's get into the announcements because the the title of the show was the Game Awards, but it really just should have been the Game Announcement Show. Yeah, I think it's just another thing that people like it sh- can showcase like and now like new games. It's that's basically all it is now. I look. Uh, uh, let's do the announcements, and then I got some. You didn't actually watch the whole show. Um, I did, and I got. Uh, Let's go over these announcements, and then I, I, I will give my final thoughts of this so-called award show, which I put in quotes. I'll try to remember each uh, trailer, like, as many trailers as I can. Okay. Uh, well, I have notes here. Hunter typed up notes here for all of them, so that should jog your memory, hopefully. Okay. Anyway, first uh, first game announcement is Loop Hero. I know you remember this. Yeah, I thought it was some looping rendition of guitar hero no this to practice your looping skills. this is a deck building roguelite uh it's coming out next year um i'm sure there's an audience for this i'm not gonna say that it's bad because it's probably it looks like it's it, probably good it looks like i can it looks like i can play it on my toaster i mean it's certainly going for a retro 8-bit aesthetic but listen i'm sure this is a good game because devolver digital rarely publishes a bad game this is just not my cup of tea yeah, we'll go with that. Well, we are going with that because we, yeah, yeah, yeah. We cannot say that objectively this was bad. There are there is at least one thing that was announced that we can objectively say was terrible, but it's not this. But if that is your yeah, if, it's, it's the next one. No, it's not the next one either. No. Um, but anyway, this is coming out in twenty twenty one. The next one um, is is Chia. Chia, Tachia, I don't know how to pronounce this. Tachia. I think they say it in the trailer, but do they? Tachia. Yeah. Chia. Is the T silent? Tachia. Tachia. Or maybe it's like you know, like T'Challa. Tachia. Yeah, maybe. Tachia. Either way, Tachia. You, uh, you did not like this. Yeah, I don't. I love foreign movies. Don't get me wrong. I look forward to watching foreign movies. I gave my top pick last year. I was right, of course. Um, best movie was Parasite. Love that movie. Is your main problem with this game that it's not in English? No, no. I, there's nothing wrong with this game. It just looks like it kind of looks like it, like open. It looks open worldy, right? Okay. Hang but, on. Before you get into it, why don't I tell the people what Hunter has written down for us? Yeah. Let's yeah, let's yeah. tell them what this game is if you don't know. Um, so. Um, it's a colorful island adventure. Would you agree? Yeah. Yeah. Colorful island adventure. Some hints of Breath of the Wild with climbing and gliding. Yeah, I, I noticed that. Uh, looks like you can possess objects and animals and control them. Yeah, coconut. Oh, I want to be a coconut. Yeah. Uh, you put the lime in the coconut. Yeah. Um, no release date, but it's coming to Steam and Stadia. Congratulations to the eight people still using Stadia for getting a new game. Yeah, I actually watched this on Stadia's YouTube channel. You're welcome, Stadia. That's in the notes, by the way. Hunter put that in the notes. Congratulations to the eight people still using Stadia. Yeah, and I watched it on Stadia's YouTube channel. If you'll notice, congratulations. If you'll notice, by the way, the last time we talked about Stadia on this podcast was during Gamescom, in which there was ten people on Stadia, and by the end of the podcast, there was only nine, and now they're down to eight. Just for... Just... 
so you're aware of the continuity. Exactly. Anyway, so what are your problems with this game other than it's it's not in English? Uh, nothing. I'm sure it looks interesting. It's just not something that I'd play unless it was like on Game Pass. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, it looked interesting. I'll give it that. It looked interesting. It certainly, you know what? They certainly had a vision, and it, it certainly looks like they achieved it. So, yeah, congratulations to them. Um, next thing that was announced is Sea of Solitude Director's Cut. This is an adventure game that's already currently on PC, Xbox One, and PS4, but this is coming uh, to Switch on March 4th, only on Switch, and it features a new script, new voices, a new photo mode, gyro support, and more. So this is like the definitive version of this game, and you can only get it on Switch, it seems. That's, that's pretty cool. This looks a little too weeby for me. Did it? I don't, th- I don't th- think this looked weeby. A little bit. I don't... It looks cool, but I, if I if I really was like, oh, I'm so excited for that, I'm sure I would have heard of it before this was announced. Well, it seems like it's an indie game, so sometimes those lie under your radar. I thought it. I thought it looked interesting. It, I don't think it looked weeby. What, what about it? It, it looks. What looked, what it about looks it interesting. Looked, it what, does look interesting. What about it looked weeby? I don't know. Just big, big monster. Uh, uwu eyes. Was there uwu eyes in this? No, no. They, it just looked a little weeby. Let's be honest. I completely disagree. It looks cool though. I thought it looked cool. I might get this. Silver Fox, you know Naruto. Come on. I think I don't know. I really don't know. I I don't I have I don't know anime that much. And I don't think this. Sorry for offending me. I don't weeps out there. I don't think this looked weeby. Uh, next okay. next thing announced. Um, this was certainly not weeby. It's called the shady part of me, or no, not the, just shady part of me. This is a puzzle platformer where you control a girl and her shadow to navigate levels. It's available right now for PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. This looked good. Um, yeah, it looked interesting. I- interesting. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I if I want to play it, I give it a go just because i like puzzle games and this seems interesting but it's just interesting you know interesting yeah i thought i thought this looked good like to like navigate the levels you have to like control like your character and the shadow i thought that i think that's a cool concept yeah i'd say so okay What's next, Matt? Game Awards. Next announcement at the Game Awards, quote unquote, um, is Near Replicant version. And I'm going to tell you this whole thing. Near Replicant. Yeah, I, I need to know what exact version number it is. Near Replicant version 1.22474487139. This is an updated version of the original Near, which came out in 2010 for the PS3 and 360. Uh, this is coming out April 23rd on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Uh, if you like Nier, I assume you're already going to get this. Uh, if you don't like Nier, you're not going to get this. And if you don't know what Nier is, go look it up. It's a it's it's a weird action game. Yeah. Looks weird. That's what you have to say? Looks weird? 
Yeah, looks weird. I have a feeling you're holding in the shit, and it's like really affecting your personality. No, no, no. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I was just I wasn't paying attention for a second, and I I didn't hear what you said, and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. <laughs> okay. Uh, next game. Uh, Century Age of Ashes. This is a dragon flight combat game in which you fly around in dragons in multiplayer battles, shooting... In dragons? You fly around on dragons. Yeah, I was going to say, well, you're inside a dragon no, right now. No, I never said in, I said on. Your your uh, your buildup of fecal matter inside of your intestine is affecting your uh, hearing. You might be right. Yeah, okay, but you fly around on dragons in multiplayer battles, shooting other dragons with your dragon powers. Um... It's coming out in 2021 on Steam and the Epic Games Store. This looked awesome. Yeah, this looked, it looked pretty cool. I gotta admit. It did. It did look pretty cool. I saw this at first. Before they said multiplayer battles, I was like, this looks like fucking like Panzer Dragoon. Like that type of thing. <laughs> which I thought was awesome. And then, like, so, I don't know if it's multiplayer only or if there's a campaign as well, but like, this looked really cool. I'm sad my computer's thought... a potato and I can't play this. Yeah, I can't play this either, but I thought... I mean, from the trailer, before you said riding dragons, I thought it was just, you are a dragon. <laughs> I thought, too, at the beginning of the trailer, oh, you're a dragon. But then I saw, I looked closer, and you can see that there's a person on the dragon. It would have been cooler if you're just the dragon. Yeah, but, but either... That's just my opinion. Either way, this game looked really cool. Yeah. All right. The next yeah. next big announcement, uh, a new fighter has joined Smash Bros. Ultimate. No, it was not Nintendo's legal team. It was uh, the iconic Final Fantasy VII villain. Sep- Hepatitis. Yes, Hepatitis has joined the fight. Is that what? You, is oh. that your nickname for him, Hepatitis? I thought I, I thought it was it, it's it's name. I don't. I'm not gonna offend anyone i don't know if it's a male or female i haven't played final fantasy sorry it's a him uh sephiroth yeah um joined smash um in a trailer that made it look like he impaled mario on a sword that's weird don't worry he didn't he just lifted him up by his uh overall strap yeah, still rude. yeah uh, but you know this is even rude but there's a there's a meme of this now which so we got a meme out of this um, a meme of Did they? yeah. There's now not what hashtag not not my Waluigi. There's a meme now online of him, basically the silhouette of, of what appears to be Mario impaled. Um, so we got a meme out of it. That's cool. But um, this is cool. It's good. He's a cool character. But do we really need another sword fighter in Smash? Um, yes, because all of them, the the twenty three. Other ones are not enough. Don't you agree? Yeah, we needed we needed a twenty fourth sword fighter. Yeah, I I don't know about you, but I definitely wasn't cheering for Waluigi being in Smash at ever. Well, twenty years down the line, when when the next uh, when the forty third uh, DLC character for Smash comes out and is also a sword and, fighter, and it's finally going to be Waluigi, and you're going to be like, wow, look at some. That uh, Bob Om is a character before Waluigi is a fucking character in in uh, in Smash. I mean, <laughs> PD, not even PD Piranha, just a Piranha. Yeah, I don't know. 
But yeah, I mean it's cool. He's a cool character and all. Yeah, fuck him. Um, not Waluigi. But yeah, I mean I- I'm interested now to see how many like Smash like people like Smash like players and content creators start covering this after they said they were going to boycott Nintendo. Why? You didn't hear about that? No. Okay, well, okay, so basically, er, like, a, a couple months ago, um, there was a, a Smash Bros. Melee tournament that was going on um, that used a, a mod called Slippy to allow them to play online um, because obviously they can't get together, you know, for an in-person tournament. Um, Nintendo shut them down sent their legal teams to shut them down saying we don't want you playing this because you're playing a uh, a hacked rom of smash melee which fuck you so don't, that don't do totally it. isn't multiple other version types of hacked roms of nintendo games ever made yeah, yeah well they were like no you can't do this um because the the smash melee community you know they don't like other smash games they like melee right but obviously there's no legal way to get melee anymore and there's no legal way to play it online so they had to do this and they can't play in person because there's a pandemic so they had to do this and nintendo was like nope fuck you we're shutting you down we're shutting down this tournament and that pissed a lot of people off and then um and then cut to uh recently like this past week i think or last week and um Basically, what happened is um, there was a uh, Splatoon tournament, like an esports thing, and some of the teams named their like teams hashtag Save Smash. So Nintendo shut that down as well. And then to top yeah. it all, and then to top it all off. Um, they also shut down somebody who was selling custom Joy-Con shells, um, that were themed after, um, the late, uh, Nintendo YouTuber Etika, who, uh, committed suicide, and so this guy was selling Etika Switch, like, Joy-Con shells, and all the proceeds were going to, uh, suicide prevention charity, and Nintendo shut that guy down, too. Well, good for them. So people hate Nintendo now because they're all uh, lawyer happy. Uh, okay, I understand now. Yeah, but uh, now they're all excited again because uh, Sephiroth is in Smash. Well, that makes up for all the the terrible things Nintendo's done in the past years, year or so. Yeah, uh, but we'll see how we'll see how the Smash community reacts. Whether they're making videos promoting this or they're still continuing with their boycott. But the point is, did we really need another sword fighter? Yeah, that's the, that's the bottom. That's the, the bottom line. Um, next announcement. It's a big one. The uh, Xbox's Super Studio, the initiative, announced what uh, game they were working on. And it's a big one. It's a doozy. Yeah, this looked interesting. They're working I... on a reboot of Perfect Dark. Couldn't come up with a good new idea, I see. Fuck off. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it, looked, it, looked, it looked cool. Listen, Perfect Dark is a legendary game, and, uh, and they're bringing it back. 
and this, if you don't know, the initiative is like a, a it's an Xbox game studio, and it's made up of basically a bunch of people who have worked at like all of the most talented game studios you can think of. That's where all of these people come from. This is a, a team made up of people from Naughty Dog, from Bioware, from like every fucking play, every fucking team that that is regarded as one of the best game studios. That's what this team is made up of. So, nonetheless, you're very excited about this. Yes, man, it's perfect dark. Well, now I, I mean, the trail looks pretty cool. Yeah, it's still in, I, I just... it's still in early development. This will yeah. be a Xbox PC exclusive. But apparently, they said that they were allowed to do whatever they wanted, and they chose to do a perfect dark um, reboot. I'm sure it'll be sick. You're so unenthused. I'm sure it'll be amazing because I believe in Matt. Matt thinks that this is going to be sick as fuck. I think it's going to be sick as fuck. I have a feeling you've never played Perfect Dark. No, no, I have not. I have a feeling you've never heard of Perfect Dark. No, I have not. How have you never heard of Perfect Dark? Before my time, Matt. I'm not sure if you've heard me say that before. Have you heard of Goldeneye? Yeah. That was also before your time. Yeah, but Goldeneye's like classic okay well this was perfect dark was the game that rare made after goldeneye and it is better than goldeneye oh wow yeah well um i guarantee that this is a big if this comes out big win for uh, xbox yeah anyway next game announced is back for blood that's the number four not the AKA. word for A.K.A. Left 4 Dead 3. Yes, Left 4 Dead 3. Officially. This is, well, it's the spiritual successor to Left 4 Dead 3, made by the devs who made Left 4 Dead. So, it's Left 4 Dead 3. They're just not calling it Left 4 Dead 3 because Valve told them to fuck off, we don't want you, we don't want another Left 4 Dead. So they were like, fine, we'll do it ourselves. They pulled a Thanos. It looks, it looks very Left 4 Dead. This looks amazing. Um, it does. They didn't. Even, this wasn't even just a trailer. Like mostly everything else. Like they showed gameplay, which looks absolutely fantastic. Um, hordes of zombies. Uh, fat, cool. fast, um, fast, uh, arcadey shooting, and now they have fucking giant zombie monsters too. Yeah, I'm excited to, yeah. to play this. Um, it's coming out in 2021, but the alpha starts next week. Or this week, depending on when you're listening to this. Or last year. Yeah, or the, or the game's already out. If you're if you're just catching up on all yeah, our previous like, episodes. Damn, these guys are quality entertainers. Yeah, let's go back and watch every single yeah episode. That's impressive that they can watch every single episode because this is a podcast. That's true. Listen to every episode. Sorry, brain stupid. Jonah stupid. Yeah. Anyway, next game they announced is Hood. Well, they didn't announce, because this was announced previously, but they showed a a, a new trailer. Um, Hood, Outlaws, and Legends. This is a medieval-themed multiplayer PvP game. Uh, I believe they described it as Assassin's Creed uh, mixed with For Honor. They uh, revealed a release date, May 10th, 2021, for PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and PC. If you pre-order it, you get early access on May 7th. 
Yeah, it looks looks out. Not my cup of tea. Yeah, I can definitely see where they say Assassin's Creed, but yeah. Mm. This is the thing. I, when Assassin's Creed did have multiplayer, I liked it, but I do not like For yeah. Honor. So, <laughs> but we'll see. Um, next thing announced was a game called Scavengers. This is a free-to-play uh, third-person shooter. It is a hybrid PvP and PvE game, which means you are simultaneously fighting other players, other like player characters, and um, AI like monster enemies at the same time on the battlefield. I mean, I will stand by this, and I'll I'll stand by it forever when I say that um, I do not. Thing. I do not like mixing PvE with PvP. Listen, if it's done well, then it works. Okay? Um, case in point, Titanfall 2. I guess. You've never played Titanfall 2, even though you should. Especially now, because I'll it's play, on Game Pass. I'll play Apex Legends, bro. Titanfall 2 is better than Apex Legends in every way. It's the same universe, bro, so... <laughs> yeah, I know, but it's a better game. Uh... Okay. Anyway, and you're missing out on one of the best uh, first-person shooter campaigns of last gen. No, I know. Anyway, it's on EA Play, which is free on Game Pass, so you really should check it out. Anyway, uh, there's a closed beta available now on PC for this. You can sign up on playscavengers.com. The beta is PC only, but the game's coming to consoles in the future. In the future. Uh, they also announced that Forza Horizon 4 is getting a Cyberpunk 2077 car. It will be free starting December 11th. And hopefully it is fully rendered. <laughs> Good joke. I don't know if you made that joke or Hunter did or both of you. I made that joke. Completely improvised. That was good. Very good. Uh, next thing announced uh, is a game called The Callisto Protocol. Um, this is a sci-fi horror game single player third was was there um a trailer for this because i didn't see it um yeah they gave like a brief glimpse and then one of the devs talked about it okay yeah i didn't see it sorry really yeah it's okay now well this is basically a uh, it's a sci third person uh sci-fi survival horror made by um well not made but um the the lead dev was one of the major guys who made uh dead space so oh, that game was fucking scary yeah it was also amazing so uh this game seems to be in very good hands and he, the guy said that their goal was to make the scariest game the absolute scariest game for pc and consoles so we'll see if they um do that because dead space is certainly up there is one of the scariest games, so we'll see if they can repeat the magic. This comes out in 2022 for PS5, Xbox yeah. Series X, and PC. You know, the thing about Dead Space, or uh, like scary, is that you want it to actually be scary and not just rely on cheap jump scares. Yeah, Dead Space was not did not rely on cheap jump scares. No, I, I know. Um, next up, they showed a trailer for Warhammer 4K Dark Tide. This is a four-player co-op first-person shooter. Um, I thought this game came out like years ago, bro. You're th- I see the shit. You're thinking of Warhammer Vermintide, which Hunter actually wrote in his notes that this looks like Vermintide, but just darker. <laughs> um, and I saw this, and I also thought this, and I'm pretty sure by darker, he literally means not in tone, in color. 
It's just darker. Oh. Um, coming for PC, coming to PC and Xbox. I guess if you like Vermintide, you'll probably like this because it looks like the same game. Uh, next thing announced is uh, a game. Take me home. Take me home. Matt and Daddy. Yes. Don't want to get copyrighted. Yes. Um, Open Roads. Go to jail. Open Roads was the next game announced. Um, this is a narrative uh, adventure game. If this one thing, if this one game that I really wanted to play, it was a game where I was in an open world narrative experience as a mother daughter taking a road trip. I don't know if this that, is. An, I don't even know if this is an open world experience. I mean, in a narrative driven experience with a mother and daughter taking a road trip. That's that's the one game I want to I want to play. Listen, man, if the story is good, why not? Why not? Um. But yeah, this is a narrative game about a mother-daughter road trip. Starring Carrie Russell. Okay. So. Okay. Uh, there was, Good for her. There was no really... Do you know who Carrie Russell is, Jonah? Yeah. I can see the, that uh, American money... American's money is not doing too well for her, isn't it? Maybe she chose to be in this because she liked the script. <laughs> Maybe. Jonah, you seem to be very against uh, narrative-driven games. Why? Oh, I love narrative-driven games. I don't think you do. That sounded very sarcastic. I don't know. I don't know. Carrie is very talented. I'm sure she chose to be in this game for a reason or, um, you know, good amount of cash, maybe. Well, I thought uh, this game looked interesting because I like narrative looks, games. Um, I do too. I also th- like the art style. I liked it too. I don't think you did. Let's move on. I don't know. Next up, I'm being a negative Nancy, and I'm sorry. You are being a negative Nancy, and I think it has a lot to do with the fact that uh, you're extremely constipated and have to poop, and you chose not to when you could have. No, 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 no. Yeah. I'm I'm doing really good. We right should title. Actually... We should title this episode, the one where Jonah's poop makes him cranky. No, no, I'm good. I'll be real happy. Okay. Watch. You better be fucking Pharrell Williams for the rest of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. I went I went there. I made that reference. I'm hip. I didn't I didn't know you knew Pharrell Williams was, man. I know who Pharrell I know who Pharrell Williams was. I'm not a boomer. <laughs> okay. Anyway, next up on the docket, Disco Elysium Final Cut. It's coming out March twenty twenty one for PS four and PS five, and it's coming to Xbox and Switch in the summer. Um, if you don't know what Disco Elysium is, this game came out um, last year on PC. It swept the Game Awards last year. Um, Did it? Yeah. Um, oh shit! I didn't even hear. Of it. I didn't even know it existed. Yeah, this is like a this is like an RPG. This is like a a narrative RPG where you're like a detective. Um, and the whole thing's like a, a like a hard boiled detective thing, and but like it, it's like. It's, Supposedly an amazing RPG, um, where like like it's like it's like all the choices are amazing, and like 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 full role playing, like you determine like how this how you're gonna what kind of detective you're gonna be, you know what your story is and all that all that role playing goodness. Yeah, I'm. Uh... I'm really good. Sorry, I, I 
zoned out because I was concentrating on not shooting my pants. No, I was kidding. <laughs> you say that you're kidding, but we all know you're completely serious. Yeah, no, I, I've never heard of it, and um, yeah, I'm sure people are excited that there's new stuff coming to the game um, if they've played it before. So good, good for you guys. I'm happy for you. Swept um, the Game Awards last year. Yeah, obviously not because God of War won Game of the Year or some shit, right? God of War didn't come out last year, Jonah. Okay, yeah, obviously not. Uh, uh, Sekiro died twice, won Game of the Year last year. Yes, but Disco Elysium won the most awards. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but we all know how much that matters since The Last of Us 2 won the most awards this year. Hello? I think I just had an aneurysm. Yeah, me too. Okay, what's next, Matt? You know, I think... Oh, big, big... You know, Jonah, I think we're all getting a little sick of your negativity. Okay. I'm sure people were very excited for the next announcement, as was I, because I've played all three of the other Dragon Age games. Just kidding. Haven't played a single one, but still excited. Dragon Age... Four. Well, we don't know if it's two. we don't know if it's four because they didn't give a number and they didn't give a subtitle and all they really gave us was a, a, a couple of glimpses at some characters. Yeah, it, yeah, but it's still a new game and that is exciting. I don't think you're really excited. I am, Matt. How fucking dare you? I love you. Um, everything's okay. I'm okay. This poo is really getting to you. I can tell. No, 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 no. I'm okay. Please. The more you talk about it, the worse it's going to get. And I'm good. I'm actually good. Legit, Matt? Like, no cap? As the hipsters say? No cap? I don't think you are. I'm going to have to... We're going to have to put in, like, a little disclaimer in the episode description. Jonah really had to poo most of this episode, and it affected his mood. No, like, legit? Legit. I'm... I'm seriously good. I'm... Like no no fibbing. I'm I'm out of character. I'm good. Well, nobody believed that. Anyway, <laughs> uh, the next thing they announced is a game called Endless Dungeon. This is a tactical roguelite, it's a spiritual successor to Endless Endless Dungeon, which I've never heard of. Really? You never heard of that game? No. Have you? Fucking yeah. Have you heard of Endless Endless Dungeon, but you've never heard of Disco Elysium? No, I haven't. I haven't heard of Endless Endless Dungeon. Well, nobody believed that. (laughs) Oh, so people believe that I have. Anyway, it's coming to everything. PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, PC, Nintendo Switch. No release date. It's a tactical roguelite. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah. Uh, next thing that they showed off was uh, Crimson Desert. This is an open-world action game. Did you see this trailer, Jonah? Because I don't think you actually watched any of these. I did. I did. But you did see this. Um, I saw a little bit. It was five minutes long. I don't have time for that. Well, this looks like an, it's an open-world action game. Looks cool. Uh, the girl looks like... A girl from the movies, um, a movie. Um, can't remember her name. It, is it um, a appropriate movie or is it an adult feature? No, no, it's appropriate. Okay. The, you know the girl from the Maze Runner. 
Um, Kayash Maldanai. I don't know who that is. Um, I think graphically this game looks fantastic. I think gameplay. I think gameplay wise, this looks like open world action game, the video game. What? It, repeat that. <laughs> I think it looks like open world action game, the video game. As in, yeah, d- it looks like everything I've seen in every other open world action game put into one open world action game. I feel like you're gonna get that though. Nowadays, it's hard to come up with new ideas. I know, but if you're gonna, this is my problem with it: is that it's not that it's took all of that stuff it's that the whole thing just reminded me of everything else like if you're gonna ape ideas you have to at least um like like immortals phoenix rising for example that apes ideas from a bunch of stuff but are you ever playing that thinking hmm i should i should just play assassin's creed no are you ever playing that thinking are you ever playing that thinking i should just play breath of the wild yeah, all the time. No, I'm just kidding. I, like, I, I um, saw... Th- they're two different games, very different games. Yeah, right? Like, yeah, it, it steals ideas, but it's still its own thing. I saw this and just thought to myself, every, every every time I saw something, I was like, hmm, well, I should just play that game instead, or I should just play this game instead, like- or I should just play this game instead. It looks like it could be in the same world as, like, The Witcher. And I'd be like, yeah. You were telling me, yeah, this is the same... Uh, same world as as the witcher i'd be like i believe it i just thought like it's it's one thing to take like gameplay styles and systems from other games but to do it in such a way where the whole time i'm 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 actively reminded of those other games that's a no-no okay i want you to tell me not tell me i'm wrong when i say the next game announcement the next announcement in general was the best announcement of the night Okay. Overcooked, which I never played, but I've watched. I've watched Overcooked. Overcooked is great. Um, I feel like if I had someone to play, had someone to play it with, I have Overcooked. I would have played. Oh, it's a shame COVID's going on because I'd come play it with you. I know that. If only that game had online. Yeah, only. Does it have online? No, I don't think it does. I don't know. I thought we were being sarcastic there, but I know the first game doesn't have online. I don't know if the second one, because I don't. I, I have the first one. I never got around again in the second one, but I might get it now just for the Swedish chef. Honestly, if he makes his noises, then uh, let me tell you something. I will uh, lose my shit. Can I just? I love the Swedish chef, but do you find it a little frightening that he has human hands? A little bit. I didn't even know the fact that you you notice that and you're like, oh, yes, human hands. I'm like, oh, he has human hands. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, because but, uh, he has because <laughs> the human puppeteer has to control like the cooking and like stuff because his hands can't do that. So he has human hands, but he's a puppet. It's very disturbing when you think about the implications of that. Now I've always wanted to know this. Um, in the fact that does. Do Swedes find the Swedish chef racist? That's what I want to know as well. Um, I don't think they do because nobody's complained. I don't think they do either. And that's like saying, do you find Ikea racist? Or, oh, you've been to Ikea. You're racist. You say that's uh, that's the definition of Sweden. You're racist towards Swedes. It's like, yeah. 
Alright, let's move on. Um, yeah. Did you see the trailer for this next game, Season? No. No? No. Okay. Well, I'm not sure what this game is about or what kind of game it is because um, the the very small snippets of gameplay that were in this trailer was literally just the character slowly walking. Um, you know, the good gameplay. Yeah. But, I mean, visually, it looked good. It looks like a Studio Ghibli film, which is great because who doesn't love that visual style do you know what a studio ghibli film is jonah no spirited away oh yeah okay really yeah proclaimed japanese animation studio yeah yeah this game has visuals that looked like that but i don't really know what it's about or anything um it's coming to ps5 only there's no release date um we'll see it looked it certainly piqued my interest that's that, I mean, that's that's the the point of a trailer. So yeah, I just hope that the whole game isn't just slowly walking. Yeah. Can I? Uh, I want to ask you something. Yeah. Matt. Has to do with the next announcement. Okay. If I were to tell you that Call of Duty Warzone was gonna be in its first season. Yeah. Would you say? I thought it was like season eight already. Well, no, because this is uh, this is they're they've merged Black Ops with Warzone. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's Black Ops Warzone season one, not Warzone season one. Oh, so is it is it still like Infinity War doing the Warzone shit, or do they pass it to Treyarch to ruin it? I'm not sure ruin it Treyarch is better than Infinity Ward no I know I like but their their last the last Infinity Ward game is better than this Black Ops game is it I've heard I've heard the opposite really yeah I heard that the maps are pretty basic and pretty shitty in the Call of Duty I don't know I'm so out of the Call of Duty loop um, I thought Warzone was just its own game now, basically. I thought so too, but apparently it was always still tied with with uh, Modern Warfare, and now it's tied with Black Ops. I don't know. I don't know if it's Infinity War still doing it. Who knows? All we know is that they're in Season 1, and there's a new map, and I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care about Warzone. Me neither. I don't care about Call of Duty. Sorry. I don't mind Call of Duty. Not sorry. Now, everybody, the reason why Hunter isn't here today. Yeah, I like Call of Duty campaigns. Yeah, <laughs> no, I know. Yes, the reason Hunter is not here today. Arc Two was revealed in a, in I in a fever dream of a trailer starring Vin Diesel. Um, I thought I was high on crack watching this. Actually, Vin Diesel was I don't know dressed in like he was shirtless and I don't know. I don't think he was wearing pants either. And he's wearing some sort of undergarments. Yeah, he had like native tat like I don't know, indigenous tattoos or whatever. He had a spear, he was fighting dinosaurs. Um He had some sort of something. Yeah, um but Arc two. Um I thought this was gonna be a Turok game starring Vin Diesel, which I was down for. And then it said Arc two at the end and I, I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> because How long do you suppose 
did you uh, laugh for? Uh, a solid 15 seconds. Um, yeah, I, I, if I watched this live, I would have... I'm not exaggerating. My jaw would have been on the floor. I don't think I would have laughed. I would have been like, my jaw would be on the floor. Listen, it's not the fact that it's Vin Diesel, right? Because Vin Diesel in a dinosaur game... I'm down with it. If it's like, okay, Vin Diesel fighting dinosaurs, your Vin Diesel fighting dinosaurs is fine. But the fact that it's Ark is just ridiculous. It's Ark. Come on. Give me a break. Also, uh, yeah, it's Ark 2. Why does Ark need a sequel, number one? How about you finish the first game first? And number two, why is Vin Diesel in this? Ark doesn't have a storyline. Is this game going to have a story? Is it going to have a campaign? Like, I don't know. All we know is that there's Ark 2. And everybody's making fun of it. Is that is that the case? Yeah, everywhere I go on on online, people are making fun of it. Okay, good. It deserves to be made. Yeah. To be fair, okay, because paired with this, they also announced an arc animated series. Um. Which. This voice cast is insane. Okay, what is it? You ready you ready for this voice cast for an arc animated series? Yeah. Okay. Um Gerard Butler, David Tennant, Jeffrey Wright, Elliot Page, Malcolm McDowell, Alan Tudyk, Vin Diesel, Russell Crowe, Carl Frickin' Irving. Okay. Um Well it looks like they uh spent all their arc money on some some casting choices someone had a heyday in uh in r and r you know what i'm saying so it it didn't say what where this would air or when but all i know is that based on this it seems like there's going to be a really great cartoon based on a really bad video game yeah unfortunately Anyway, next announcement. Uh, Fall Guys, Season 3, Winter Wonderland. Do people still care? I think this game is very unlike Among Us, where it's still incredibly popular because of the amount, like, the vast, like, scenarios you can go through. Um, they're just going to give you another two, three maps or whatever. Um, no one gives a shit anymore. I think they said there's like seven new activities. Oh wow, seven new activities. Sorry, sorry for be- being a bit of a downer. No, you can be a downer on this one. It's okay. But seven new activities for a game that's dead. It's not dead, but like people have love to say that a game's dead. Yeah, it's not dead. It's not. It's not dead, dead but nobody gives a fuck anymore. No, it's just it 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 had it had the world by the balls, and then it flushed it, it all away. It flushed it all away. Uh, anyway, um, this next thing it, you better not be. A I had to ch- change. I had to change my pants after watching this. Yeah, because the next thing there was a new Outriders trailer. It looks like there's going to be a, kind of some. A, good amount of humor to this game i think yes well if you know uh the studio behind this people can fly their previous game that they made um was bullet storm and bullet storm is hilarious i never played bullet storm but uh bullet storm is is very funny it's full of um like purposely like cheesy like writing and humor 
um, a lot of dick jokes. Okay. Right? Like, in the game, like, you get points for, like, specialized kills, and, um, there's, like, a certain, there's a, sp and, like, each special kill has its own name, and there's a special kill for, um, shooting a guy in the balls, and then as they're hunched over, kicking their head off. So, so that's the kind of humor, I mean, this game, that's the kind of humor this, this studio has. If people didn't know... Um, this game was your number this was the, one. This is my number. My, this is my number one most anticipated game of next year. And uh, there's a reason to yeah. that. And this is, trailer shows everything why yeah. it deserves that number one spot. Yeah, it's coming out February second on everything except Nintendo Switch. I'm so hyped. And even after every announcement on the Game Awards, it's still my number one most anticipated. I uh, I can't disagree with your choice yeah. after seeing this trailer, and I don't. I would, I would like to see people come up with an argument to say otherwise after. God, if this game disappoints me, I think I might die. I, On the inside. So um, next is I don't even know what the next is in terms of what it is. Is it going to be like Left 4 Dead? Uh, well, hang on. You're getting ahead of yourself because the next thing is Elite Dangerous Odyssey. Oh, I didn't, I didn't even see that. Um, this comes out early 2021, and it now lets you get out of your ship and walk around. No way. Yeah. Whoa. Anyway, um, if you're if you like Elite Dangerous, that might be a big deal, but I don't care. Just my opinion. Anyway, after that was the big one that you're talking about, Evil Dead the Game, am I right? Yeah. yeah. Um, Evil Dead the Game is coming out in 2021 on PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and Nintendo Switch. Um, it looks like a third-person, four-player uh, co-op shooter. They showed four different playable characters um, shooting deadites at a cabin in the woods. One of said characters is Ash, who is voiced by Bruce Campbell himself. I would be surprised because he looks just like he looks like Bruce Campbell, so you'd be yeah. uh, hard pressed. Well, they could have gotten his likeness that. and not the voice, but I'm so glad they got him to voice him as well, because um, that immediately that immediately makes me excited for this. I don't think he's ever done anything other than Evil Dead or Ash vs Evil Dead. No, he's done things. He, Okay, <laughs> but he's so good in Ash. That's what he's—it's what he's most known for. But he's done things. That's where the big bucks are. are. Yeah, it's just his—it's his, his most known role. But but he's done a lot of stuff. Um, but this game looks good. They there was snippets of gameplay in the actual trailer. Um, I I'm looking forward to this just because you get to play as Bruce Campbell. Complete with his chainsaw, yeah. complete with his chainsaw hand. Um, but yeah, I don't know if it's going to be like Left 4 Dead, where it's just, you know, taking on hordes, you know, or if there's going to be like a story mode or something like that. But it's definitely four player co op. Yeah, looks it looks cool. Yeah. Okay, let me. Uh, I got this next one. Okay. Okay. You ready for yep. it? If you ever wanted a a game. That ruined more kids' childhoods than this next game back in the day on the NES. Get ready to to scream like 
Ghosts and Goblins Resurrection, because that's not the most overused subtitle. Uh, I'm surprised they didn't spell Resurrection with a Z. <laughs> what is it called? Sub Subheading? Subtitle. Subtitle. That's not the Resurrection. Could have... Yeah. Come on. But yeah, this game synonymous for being hard. Yeah, one of the hardest gonna... one of the hardest game series of all time. Um, hopefully it remains that way because it would kind of be shit if they dumbed it down for this game. Okay, but... the original Ghosts and Goblins games was like that was the Dark Souls of their time and honestly, <laughs> they're still fucking harder than Dark Souls. Yeah, you you tell you try to you play that without fucking pulling your hair out. Yeah. Uh, this comes out February 25th, 2021 for Switch. I kind of I'm sure I kind of want this, but I kind of don't want it because I know I'll never get past the first level if it's yeah. if it's a true Ghosts and Goblins game. I mean, he has the same armor and I'm sure one hit he's naked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, after that they announced that uh, Microsoft Flight Sim is coming to Xbox in 2021. I'm sure my brother would be happy about that. Yes. Now you don't need a NASA PC. Yeah. Then again, it'd probably be extreme limitations because that's what all PC games that come to consoles. But I'd like to know if this does come to console, if there, I doubt there would be a physical version because you're not going to fit eight discs in an Xbox case. No. Um, but anyway, after that, they uh, showed off a, a new trailer for um, Returnal, which is a PS5 exclusive third-person uh, shooter where you're stuck in a time loop on an alien planet. Uh, this was announced um, back at uh, the uh, PS5 showcase event uh, earlier in the year, but now it has an official release date of March 19th, 2021. This game looks cool. You should buy a PS5. It looks it looks pretty cool. I have to admit. Okay, the next game I think, um, other than the Outriders trailer, I think this next game was my favorite game that they showed. I think it stole the show. It's called It Takes Two. Did you see this trailer? I hope you did. I um I couldn't find a uh, thing for this, a trailer for this. What? Oh, I didn't look hard enough. You should have looked hard enough, man. This thing's fantastic. I'm gonna find it and I'm gonna send it to you. Okay. Okay. Um, not now though, because we're recording a podcast. I actually, you know, I'm on. When I went to watch the trailer, I'm on IGN's everything that was announced, right? And um, they have a trailer for everything, almost everything, but not for that. Really? No. Let me see if I can boop de boop so, it right so. now. It's right here on YouTube. That's strange. It's the first thing that pops up. Wait, this is the game that you told me about. Yes. Um, okay. This is a co-op only game from the studio behind A Way Out. Have you heard of it? Have you heard of A Way Out? I have. I actually watched a lot of the uh, a lot of a playthrough of it. Yes. Uh, a Way Out is another game that you can only play in co-op. It's about like two dudes who escape from prison. Um, I always wanted to play this game, but I never had anybody to play it with. I, I would have played it with you. I, like, I want to watch the playthroughs of it if uh, I, I, would, I 
if you told me, hey, Johnny, you want to play a way out? Like, yeah, that game looks pretty fun to play with someone. Well, maybe we should, we can still play a way out. Yeah, I can't remember the rest of the story, so yeah. Yeah, it's on Game Pass now. Is it? It's part of, it's it's EA, so it's an EA play. Yeah, this game, uh, but then, I see the trailer once I, now I see the trailer. Yeah, okay, but so. Can you talk about it while I watch the trailer? Okay, make sure you mute yourself. Okay. okay, so basically this is a co-op only game, much like A Way Out, um, but uh, also in just like A Way Out, it features a friend pass system where only one person has to own the game and then the other one that they want to play it with can play the whole game for free. So only one of you buys it, I mean, or you could both buy it if you really want to, but one of you buys it and then they send the other player an invitation and then they can then download the game for free and play the whole thing um, with uh, the person who owns it. So, yes, it's co-op only, but only one person has to buy it, which is really cool. But So, it's a co-op only game. It's about a married couple that get turned into, like, yarn dolls and transported to a magical world, and then they have to work together to, uh, you know, escape and get turned back into humans. Um, it looks absolutely positively delightful, it, it looks colorful, it looks wacky, it looks funny, it looks fun. Uh, stall the show. Comes out uh, March 26th, 2021 for PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. Now we wait for Jonah to finish watching the trailer of this glorious game. And you know what? You should all watch the trailer as well. And then you'll agree with my assessment that this stole the show and looks absolutely fantastic. Or maybe you'll, you'll disagree. That's fine. We don't all have to agree. So what's the deal with airline food? <laughs> Did you finish the trailer? Almost. I mean, I get the gist of it. Um, yeah, this trailer is a perfect, like a, li- a literal perfect trailer. Not if you didn't tell me, I would have said, "Yo, this game looks so cool." Right? Looks so cool, so interesting. Holy shit! I, I you didn't if you didn't preempt it, I would have been like, um, "Holy shit, this looks like such a fun game. I'd love to play this game." And then you preempting it makes it have to live up to that and and it did oh it's, it's just the perfect trailer it's so like, good it's you... so good everybody if you haven't seen this trailer just type into youtube it takes two game trailer fucking amazing i'm very much looking forward to this perfect trailer i think yeah very much looking forward to this um and playing it um we should also play a way out now now i want to play that too yeah which is maybe to preempt this yeah in the future maybe I don't think it's a, that long of a game, so... No, I think it's like 10 hours. Yeah. I think when I have time off, we should uh, power through. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. We can... I've, I've, me and Hunter have been missing you on the on the Xbox. Yes, I've been very busy lately, but... Uh... Anyway, uh, next up, Super Meat Boy Forever is coming to Epic Games Store on December 23rd. Oh, can't wait. No, no, Super Meat Boy is really cool. It's a cult. Class. It is. Um, and this is a sequel. Super Meat Boy Forever. 
years in the making. Anyway, uh, after that, they showed uh, that the next Elder Scrolls Online expansion is titled Gates of Oblivion. It's coming in 2021, and there's going to be a global reveal event on January 21st uh, to show more. So if you're a fan of Elder Scrolls Online, you have that to look forward to. I liked Elder Scrolls Online when I played it. I didn't play it a lot because uh, I don't have time for that many MMOs. Yeah. I wish I did. Um, after that, uh, they showed another trailer for Monster Hunter Rise, uh, which we talked about on our anticipated games list. And it uh, still looks great. And there's a limited time demo coming in January. Yeah. When in January, we don't know, but it's coming. Looks pretty looks cool monster new monsters they show yeah some new monsters some new uh that uh that dog companion looks fantastic better than that whatever that fucking cat was in world yeah um anyway next uh next announcement is a game called evil west this is a wild west monster hunting game so uh, it's basically cowboy van helsing uh it's, it's made by uh Flying Wild Hog, which is the studio behind the Shadow Warrior games, which are terrific games, so this is in good hands. Uh, I don't know if it's third person or first person, but the website says it's in... I think they said it was first person. Um, the website just says action, but it's it's definitely going to be a shooter. Um, and I'm assuming, if I had to guess, I would say first person, just based on their previous output of games, but... Um, Mm-hmm. Who knows? Uh, it can be played solo or co-op. It's coming 2021 for PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and PC. I thought this looked cool. I uh, did not see this. That's a shame because it looks cool. Obviously, uh, IGN is lying to me when it says every game announcement revealed trailer and news um, because this is not on there. Yeah, that's a shame because it looked cool. But all you need to know is cowboy monster hunting. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Sounds cool. Uh, next up, they showed a new trailer for Scarlet Nexus. Um, this is was revealed earlier in the year, but they showed off some more of it. Uh, this is an anime action RPG, and yeah. uh, it's officially coming in summer of 2021 for PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and PC. I said it back then when it was originally announced that this looks really cool, and it still looks really cool. Still looks really cool. A little too weeby for my taste, but... Um, Jonah, I'm just kidding. I'm Jonah, joking. you gotta get over this weeb shit. I'm joking. Here, just for you, I'll whack it off to the hentai tonight. Okay. Uh, you too much information. Never. Okay. Never. Next up, Among Us revealed their new map, Airship. Um, I don't. I mean, I'm glad it's nice to see Among Us releasing a new map. They don't. They didn't need to. It's not needed. But oh, but good for them they did it anyway good for yeah uh next up master chief is available in Fortnite right now oh my god i'm never playing a halo game again oh. <laughs> also uh the blood gulch map from the original halo is gonna is now gonna be in creative mode in Fortnite. and now listen i don't like Fortnite, and i'm not gonna play this however I have to give credit where credit is due. The trailer for this was great because um, they they announced this map being in Fortnite with characters from the old Red vs. Blue web series. Oh, what was Red vs. Blue and who who did that? Machinima was, did that. People, 
I always thought it was like Rooster Teeth or something, but I think they owned yeah. Machinima. Okay. Or Machinima owned, I don't know, but no, Rooster Teeth was involved, but it was like Machinima who made it, but yeah, but they announced this with characters from Red vs. Blue, which is hilarious, because it's Red vs. Blue. It was great. It was a great trailer. I have to give props to that. Yeah, but it's still Fortnite. It's still Fortnite, so. but it's a win because Red vs. Blue. Yeah. Uh, also, Daryl and Michonne from The Walking Dead are also coming to Fortnite, so. Jesus Christ. Uh, also announced is that Just Cause is going to be a mobile game now. Yeah, nope. you wanted to blow shit up on your phone. No release date, but there's going to be a Just Cause mobile game. Uh, after that, uh, they announced Ruined King, a League of Legends story. This is going to be a single-player turn-based RPG set in the League of Legends universe. Coming to consoles and PC in 2021. This is made by the same devs who made the uh, Battle Chasers Night War video game a couple of years ago. Um, this game also has a similar art style to that, which is is good because that's a great game with a great art style. So, um, if you're a fan of League of Legends, you'll probably be getting this. And if you're not a fan of League of Legends and just like turn-based RPGs, it seems like it'll be good based on the devs. Yeah. Yeah. League of Legends. I know you're a big League of Legends player, Jonah. Yeah, I'm. Definitely. I know you used to be a pro before you retired after your uh, yeah. after your tragic injury. Yeah, tragic. It was tragic. I was on the top of the gaming world. Yeah, and it, then you got a splinter in your pinky. Yeah. Shame. Okay, if you guys have wondered what Bioware is going to fuck up next, wait, wonder no more. Yes, Mass Effect will continue. Um, they showed us a nice trailer of a character. Uh, who resembled uh, Lyanna from um, the original trilogy on a snowy planet and discovered like an N7 badge and then the trailer ends and it just said Mass Effect will continue. Perhaps that'll be the title of the game. Mass Effect will continue. Who knows? Um, I wouldn't pass it, put it past anything past Bioware nowadays. Um, listen, I mean, this was fine, but I mean, they told us that Mass Effect would continue last month on N7 Day, <laughs> so this was kind of a pointless way to end the show, because we already knew Mass Effect was continuing. Um, I guess maybe it hinted that it was a continuation of the original trilogy, but people kind of thought that anyway, but whatever. I guess it's cool, but it was also kind of pointless, because it really didn't tell us anything new. But uh, apparently, uh, based on things they've said on Twitter after the show, this will apparently be a sequel to both the original trilogy and also Andromeda. Um, which I fully support because Andromeda is a good game so suck it haters well I think that we've gone on for a very long time and that wrapped it up yeah. so why don't we do the honor of wrapping up well listen I got some final thoughts about this award show okay Okay. hit me with a couple like two minutes of your final thoughts of the award show these are my final thoughts and this first thought, final thought is kind of ironic considering this is a three hour episode of our podcast but this award show was too long <laughs> okay, okay. Um, so right now at, at the at, at, at almost the three hour mark of our this podcast episode which is the longest episode of this podcast in history and hopefully this will be the only episode of this podcast that's this length this award show I think that, was three and a half hours long. Somehow it felt like it was longer than that. I think that this is, you know, 
um, something that you know we in the future we'll try to cut it up into multiple episodes but there's just so much nothing like this is going to happen again where so much stuff that we've covered yeah it happens on one day yeah or one week technically yeah but i mean the majority of it was disney and the game wars but yeah the, the award show was too long it was three and a half hours which is long already and it felt longer um they gotta brisk it up but to be fair that is a problem with every award show so i'll give them the That's benefit true. of the doubt this is my second problem. This is my biggest problem with this award show, okay? I'm going to give you some st- statistics here. You ready for this? Yeah. 32 awards were given out. 18 of those awards were not only not given an acceptance speech, but they were glossed over in a matter of seconds. There was literally three points in the show where they just listed a group of awards and the winners in quick succession. Like, literally, they would just go, and the winner for best family game. Animal Crossing, the winner for best sim strategy game, Microsoft Flight Sim, and that's it. They would do that in like three different times. They did that. 56.25% of the awards were not given an acceptance speech and were just glossed over as quickly as they were announced. 56.25. That's literally over half of the awards were like quick math quick math there matt quick math well i hunter typed it up for me over half of the awards that were given out on this award show were treated as if they did not matter so they could move on to the next game trailer could you imagine if you were watching the oscars and fucking jimmy kimmel comes on stage and says, and the award for best cinematography goes to Roger Deakins. The award for best score goes to Hans Zimmer. The award for best supporting actress goes to Scarlett Johansson. And now here's a trailer for Transformers 15. <laughs> That's what this was. I, I mean, this felt like E3 with the occasional award in between. Or any other game, you know. Yeah. Game con. And look, I have no. Pro- I'm all for cool game announcements. A lot of these game announcements are really cool. But if you're gonna have an award show and you're gonna tell people this is the this is the video game award show, like Jeff Keighley has said, I, I want this to be the Oscars of the video games. Treat the awards like they fucking matter. Yeah. My other problem is a lot of the categories are very iffy. Like you have an action category. You have an action-adventure category, but there's no adventure category. That doesn't make sense. Also, yeah. there's categories like sim strategy. Why Why is that together? Why is In what world is a game like Microsoft Flight Simulator in the same genre category as Gears Tactics? <laughs> like, what the fuck is that about? Okay? Like it, Fair. Right? In what world is Tony Hawk pro skater going up against dirt five well that's like sports simulation no it's sports slash racing like you can't compare tony hawk to a racing game well it's in the same subcategory type of thing where barely that's like saying you can't compare it's barely comedies to dramas which is uh 
not the case. You have to compare everything. I mean, you can compare anything to anything. That doesn't mean you should. That doesn't mean it's a good comparison. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I think the first is more uh, is a better is a more concrete um, problem than that example, but it's still a problem. I yeah. still don't think something like Tony Hawk or like something like, you know, FIFA should be in the same category as Dirt 5, right? <laughs> because, sure, you can classify racing as sports, but at the same time, into like, you're getting literally 100% different gameplay experience. No, I know. Right? It's like, yeah, I could compare Call of Duty to Resident Evil, but why would I? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and my final problem with the show, for some reason, this award show had a pre-show. They had a pre-show, a half an hour before the official show started. The problem is, the only difference between the pre-show and the main show was that the host was a different person. That's it. Everything on the pre-show was the same as the main show, just with a little less flair. They still awarded awards, they still showed trailers, they still skipped over some awards, like they did on the main show. It was the exact same, just with a different host, and was and with a little less glamour. Again, I'm going to go back to the Oscars comparison, because this is supposed to be the Oscars of video games. Imagine if they awarded Best Soundtrack at the Oscars during the red carpet. The fuck is that about? What? The Emmys give out awards like prior to the show, but those are like not important awards. Yeah, those are the daytime Emmys. The primetime awards that are advertised for the primetime award ceremony are given out during the main broadcast. It's like there are some Oscars that are given out before the main ceremony, but everything that's Everything that's advertised for the main ceremony gets given out on the main ceremony. Mm-hmm. They're not giving away best like in this on the pre-show. They gave away best soundtrack to Final Fantasy. They gave it away on the pre-show. So again, imagine if at the Oscars, best soundtrack goes to Hans, Hans Zimmer while everybody's still on the red carpet. Doesn't make sense. Best score. Best score. Best. Score. Yeah, best score. Whatever. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean, right? It doesn't make yeah. sense. But it also doesn't make sense because there's no point for this to even have a pre-show. Why is there a pre-show? Everything on the pre-show was the same as the main show. It's pointless. Yeah. The pre-show was pointless. Just have it all on the main show. What's the difference? I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you feel this way. Am I wrong? No, you have valid points. So... Yeah, if this is supposed to be the Oscars of of gaming, it's a joke. I'm sorry. Maybe it's only the second year, so maybe they'll clean it it's up. It's not the second year; it's like the fifth year. Okay, it's only the fifth year. Maybe they'll clean it up. Hang on, let me see exactly what you. I think it's the fifth year. I'm gonna boopity boop it. Well, while Matt's boopity booping it and finding out the official answer. Um, I'll tell you that if you did listen all, all this way, um, I don't expect you to, but if you did, thank you. Um, 
maybe Hunter will tweet out something along the lines of you can watch it in multiple parts don't watch it in one fell swoop but you can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram the 7th okay also people people complained last year as well about them skipping over awards like they didn't matter and they did the same thing this year so they're not learning anything yeah. Well, year after year, we'll, we'll see. We'll, maybe next year. Maybe next year. I, yeah, I mean, we'll see. But I'm just saying, like, if this is supposed to be the Oscars of gaming, they're not. They're doing a terrible job. I know. I know. I, I'm all for well, I'm all for game announcements, but this is an award show. Trailers should not be more important than awards. At an award show. Well, you're right. And with that being said, Matt, why don't you uh, tell them where you, they can follow you before uh, if, if they've listened this far? Uh, if you've made it this far, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at RealMFresh. Follow me at Twitter and Instagram at Jonah is Gracious. You can follow Hunter Bishop, the real host of this podcast, on Twitter and Instagram at the Hunter Bishop, um, it's his podcast, so that's where you're gonna find out about anything podcast related. Um, me and Jonah don't tweet about podcast related stuff because we're just guest hosting. Um, but Hunter does tweet about it because it's his podcast. So if you want to hear anything about the podcast, news, updates, whatever, um, links, follow him uh, on Twitter and Instagram. Um, if you want to send us a message, then you can go to the link at the bottom of the episode description and send us a voice message. It'll take you to a website where you can record a voice message that we will then read or listen to. And if we like it, we'll read it on air. No, we'll play it on air. It's very tired. Yeah. I, it's very late and I'm tired. Yeah, yeah. I could tell. Yeah. But we do this for your entertainment and because we enjoy doing it. Yeah, and we're very good friends with Hunter and we love him and he's our mentor. And I love Matt and I don't, I haven't talked to him at all this, this, uh, this week. Yeah, uh, I've been very busy. So this is my bit of therapy that I get to talk to Matt for a while. Yeah. Especially extra long this week. Well, don't worry because uh, I'm busy for the next three days and then by Wednesday is my Start of my time off. Let's fucking go. Okay, that's that's for me. You've listened long enough. If you have, yeah, appreciate it. Love you. Yeah. Um. Thank you. We so promise much. we will never do an episode this long again. Not even our own award show. Naughty. We promise our award show will be an hour, hour and a half top. Yes. Promise. Promise you. And you won't get mad at some awards being given acceptance speeches and others not because none of them will have acceptance speeches because it's a podcast. (laughs) Exactly. Well, happy Hanukkah. (laughs) To all you Jews out there. Shabbat Shalom. Your culture has been popped by Hunter Bishop. This has been a Rongo Productions podcast.